right in the pussy. It's the Justin Malosso remix. He's live in the studio <laughs> with the elder Chris Tyree. It's Mayday 360 on Nightmare Radio 82 Hardcore. 360. Thank you, Tidbits. Man, tonight we're going to talk about Netflix Defenders. Watch it now. Review of the Void movie. NBA Live 2K18 review. How many stars did it get? That's all the second hour. Let's get this party started. First up to the stage. She's quick to flip her lip and she's packing snacks. It's the Astroid. Right, Allie is here tonight. I don't know if she's got an Allie investigation, but we will know if... She approves of the show content. That's for sure. One thing we'll know. <laughs> when he's not winning Grammys, our next performer can be found right here for your entertainment. Let's see what Mayday's got to say. Mayday was hot. That's the sun. That's right. Mayday was the sun. He had a couple of solar flare-ups. But he's looking all right tonight. He survived it. We're going to catch up with zombies eating sheep at the scoop. That happened. And now, the inventor of his own language, and often misunderstood, it's the self-proclaimed entertainment song. That's right, that's me. Let's see if I make up any good words tonight with the elder Chris Tyree and Justin 360. We live, babe. As you we heard, live. It wasn't long ago you heard Justin on the show. He did such a great job with the Chris Cornell tribute. And now they're back at it again. Up, Allie fell, huh? Oh boy, good. It'll be nice and quiet tonight. She eats less when she's passed out. I don't know if she's got any snacks over there. Of course I do. You got what you got over there tonight? Got almond coconut kind bar. Got me a little brown banana here. I'm doing good. Dude, quality control back there needs a lot of fuel. Dude, last last week didn't go too good on our radio and the video that we we worked on already I got told that that wasn't very good so Allie will be sure to let me know if I'm doing a quality job for you fucking freak listeners out there for some reason Allie cares what you think quality control yeah 
She's oh. like, everything we do, it feels like a step backwards. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I did not say that. I said that video. Not everything we do. Well, we go on the pickle go show, I guess. All right. Well, this yeah. week ain't going good neither. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Tune in the next week where it might be better with Jared and Caitlin are here. Dude, what's up, I y'all? did that to oh, We're good, hey, Dude, good. we went on the scoop. Can you believe that? I, I, yes. I haven't had a chance yes, to I listen can. yet. When, when is that going to be published? It's already out. I think it's out right now. I'm surprised you because can find it. Devin has upped his tactics now. Oh, really? He fucking Facebook messages you now. Oh, I thought he, he's sending you like naked pictures of himself. Oh, no, right. he's not I doing think that. That was just me. <laughs> Only Alan gets those. <laughs> no, I didn't get that. But I get a link now saying that I, I get I got two links last time, like direct Facebook <laughs> message. All right. So I haven't got the latest one yet, so I know Devin's trying to like up his promotion tactics. So I have never received one of these things. Well, you got to sign up, man. Not you got to get once. with it. You got to find it <laughs> the first time. One. Yeah, got to find it the first time. But man, we did. We went on there. I think we did a good job. When I say we, everyone else, me, I guess I was always critical of my uh, performances <laughs> on things like that. But to go on a show that's that bad and try to make it halfway <laughs> fucking entertaining was is like a major feat. <laughs> And then they turned the air conditioner oh, off. Yeah. Dude, everybody oh. hung in, though. Like, true soldiers, oh. except for one. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It was I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Oh. Allie Why lost. She lost, her, you? 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 she lost her cloak you. first. She was the first one down. Mm-hmm. Allie, right. were you pleased with your performance? No. No? No. <laughs> Good. no. no. See, no. I can see that no. I'm not pleased with myself either, so it's not anything you did. I mean, you suck, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> what did you not like about it? What did you do wrong? You talking about the pickle show? Yes. I fucking fidgeted the entire time. I looked so fucking uncomfortable, and it was distracting. The hood was driving me nuts. I kept fucking adjusting the hood the entire time. I kept fucking with my hair. I was trying to get it off my neck. It was fucking hot. <laughs> I was dying. I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was literally about to fucking pass out. Um, I thought them turning the air off was a joke and that they were just playing and turning back hey, on. You got pretty mad. They didn't. It was, yeah, it was horrible. Come on, ride the train. It was like fucking. And ride it. It was one of the hottest times of my life. I can only remember two other times I've been that fucking hot. Elder, don't you agree, though? When you, you see like actors or. Or performers, stage performers, it's kind of a glorious thing, right? People look up to it. You get people cheer for you if they like what you're doing. It's like a prestigious thing, but the suffering that goes along with it, I think, is good. It's all part of it. Am oh, I correct? Yeah. Like it? Well, I mean, we played in Baton Rouge last night, and it was so fucking humid. I mean, oh. it was like you were wiping a, a bucket of water off of the back of your head, and oh. it you speak for yourself, Chris. It sucks. <laughs> oh man, it was. I, I tell you, man, the he fucking had a fan humidity. On him. <laughs> that, Fuck yeah. that job. The Fuck humidity. That. The humidity was crazy. But I tell you, though, man. I mean, we had a great time. It Did was a lot of fun. Did you take your cloak off, or you kept it on? No, no. He keeps the cloak on at all times. Yes, all times. He cannot perform unhooded. <laughs> I was gonna. T- I mean, I tried everything in my power not to take it off. That's what she said. Right. But I can say one thing. Once I did take it off, I was like, all right, what am I gonna look like? You know. The fucking guns, dude. <laughs> the boxing's been paying off. I was like, damn, go ahead, dude. Them guns were fucking blazing, dude. Right. I'm not, I got to give myself that. Man, did you have a good time? It was better than I thought it was going to be, and it was very torturous with the fucking AC off. That was just horrible. <laughs> I mean... Well, you're in the sun. You're supposed to be I know. It was hot. hot. Well, I'm hot all the time. You'd think the sun would get a break a, yeah. a little bit, but the clips, you <laughs> know what I mean? Y'all did this during daylight or night? Daylight. Daylight. Oh, the hottest dude. part of the fucking day, we got there at oh, 3 o'clock. 
Oh, yeah. no, we got there earlier. Well, we started fucking, at three yeah. o'clock, though. Yeah, it was sizzling, and boy. Then, you know, yeah. we we bring a lot of people with us, and Pickles like, man, I'm gonna accommodate and make it work. So it was, you know, Davy, Tidbits, Mayday, myself, and Allie, and right? Harry. Thanks, Allie. Oh, oh, fuck, give me a fucking break. Wow. <laughs> Devin and Pickle. Right. And then Pickle's like, I definitely, we have a lot of people tonight. I should definitely have Harry in here also. So then Harry takes it, and you got to realize, Harry's an alcoholic, right? Okay. Right. He's drunk. Okay. And, and he, <laughs> alcohol gets converted into heat energy from okay. the liver. So Harry's like one of them fucking transistors in a high-rise building just radiating heat out of him, and then he's in there, and then you hook up all the computers, right, and the screens. Thank God he didn't turn the projector on, because if he oh, did... Thank God yeah. he didn't start cooking. Oh, people started cooking in that motherfucker. Well oh, forget it. What Don't. kind of nutcase would try to cook something in the middle of a show anyway? <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was a... Jesus. Davey's cooking pizza rolls? Ow. 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 That motherfucker was loud, huh? Ow. You yeah. got you. Man. That's fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Eh? <laughs> Somebody do that to him, we'll get a fucking 15 Jesus. minute lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like fucking Twist the Lime in here. Oh, <laughs> oh, <hey>. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I think it was a good show. We did a good job, I think. I don't know. It's, it's so hard to gauge. I think it's Tidbits not, did the best job. What he just he, tidbits uh, performed kind of like we did last show for the break. <laughs> just get hammered and just talk shit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Dude, did a good job. Yeah, in character the whole yeah, time, bro. man. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's cool that Piccolo provides that out there. Like we got to make a video and you can visually see us, you know, and do some promotion. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, they did a good job. They had everything set up nice and um, you know felt like. They went out of their way to make sure that we were comfortable, you know, other than fucking burning heat. <laughs> like a chemical reaction. reaction. <laughs> Satisfaction, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> burning. Because hey, I'm wearing this fucking cloak on and there's no air conditioning. Well, oh, baby. My cloak <laughs> was like this double lined fucking winter cloak. Where y'all's was just like a one piece of thin material. Because right, you ordered yours and I ordered ours. <laughs> they didn't have any that looked cool, so I got the one that looked the best. I didn't think I was going to have it on. Well, now. it's like you said, you got to suffer, you know, for the, you got to suffer for the image and for the art and all that stuff. Oh, so yeah, I think there it we had little moments of suffering. Yeah, what? Well. Is this a clip from yesterday? Oh, y'all lucky. Welcome to another episode of The Scoop. And now, here's... Welcome, zombies eating sheep. I beat him again. <laughs> what is Harry doing here? Shouldn't I be here? No. What is Harry doing here? Well, I'm going to turn him yeah. into a frog. I will turn you into I can tell you right Real now. smart, Harry. You're just trying to help the fucking terrorist. Mr. Harry. What? Harry. Oh, shit. South Oh, you don't get to do it after what y'all fucking did to it last week. Murdered that. Turn off the AC. 
Oh, no. Did he just say, who is he trying to kill us in here? He's like, we're going to sweat him out. What did we say? Dude, look at He's out there. A penis and one nut. He's ready to go. This is not a cult. This is not a church. This is not something you join. It's not something that's going to help you. We don't even give a fuck about you. We only care about ourselves. We're going to do this ceremony to open up a portal to a higher understanding and to transcend mediocrity. And if people don't come along, that's their fault. If you believe in anything after this ceremony, it'll be yourself. And that'll be the most powerful person and thing you've ever believed in. Say it's with me, Pickle. Soul. Soul. I just did the pickle challenge. Wait, are we, are we, are we, what is what is going on? <laughs> it's condensed version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of glad that that all came back. Twenty-two. Forty. Forty thousand. Multi-multi millions. Four. Is this multiple choice? I like all these numbers. Are we winning? Ding, 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 ding. Was the lemur hooked up during all this? Sweetie, was the no lemur. No lemur. Analog lemur. That's right. Hey, oh, man, you got the why'd you fall on the other arm that was crazy thank y'all for coming on that's the scoop be sure to go check it out yourself that's a condensed version man they took out all the us so that was the hour long show condensed it's fucking just ridiculous. You think I would get tired of it? My oh, no. favorite, my favorite is when he was editing the Oz out so he couldn't fuck with him. <laughs> yeah. How long did that? Oh, that was great. My, how long did that last? Uh, uh, one week, uh, <laughs> forty-five seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Pickle. He said a shitload of numbers that Mayday will not be clipping up because yeah. the quality is not there. We're gonna have to have him back on this show. Yeah. But that we look like a box of crayons, though. so that was benefit. Yeah. Mayday and I reenacted the the total solar eclipse, so that oh, was a neat God. moment. Yeah, Definitely tune in good. for that. And I think we did a good job. Justin was completely entertained through the whole thing. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? We were doing the lemur. <laughs> there was no lemur there. That is all. That was, that, was that was us doing the lemur. Oh. Bio, it bio like hurt organic my brain, lemur. Because I knew that they all were just doing that live, and I'm going... How that hurts. It just hurts. It just hurts my head. That's right. (laughs) Poor Pickle, no. No other guess, like, is he halfway into the intro and we're going, Pickle, 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 Pickle. (laughs) 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 It reminded me of the little guys. I think it was at Sesame Street. They had a little meat, 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 meat. Yep, 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 I wish we should have done an hour just going <laughs> every fucking question. Good luck. Somebody takes over. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. Can we do it? Uh, start it off. Right, pick a 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 you cheat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you cheat. You got to move your mouth at least. Suck my balls. Fuck.
I'm not doing it again. Only get one take. All right, that was good. Good idea. It's fucking hilarious. I know I give you co-writer credits on this show. Oh goodness. Let's take a moment here. And we've only just begun. Oh man, dude, good to see y'all, Justin. It's good last to see time y'all. We, last time we talked, you were going to do the show with the uh, the cowboy mouth guy, right? I can't remember. Sanchez? Sanchez. That? Paul Sanchez. How was it? Was it Amazing. cool? Amazing. Really? Great show. Great show. Tons of people came out. Had a blast. We'll be back with him. I'll be back with him. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they totally threw him off. Stunned him. Just like every ants I gave to one of Pickle's questions. Oh. Was it September 9th, huh, Septem- Justin? I'll be, uh, September 7th, I'm with him and Alex McMurray at uh, Cheeky on the 7th, and then at Gasa Gasa on the 9th. Nice. And you're doing Cheeky Wow f- every Monday, right? And I'm doing, still doing it every Monday. All right. at, thus far at 5.30, but it sounds like they're going to move me to 8 o'clock. Nice. And I'm going to start bringing new people in with me to do the two hours while I'm there. Oh, oh cool. Right. Waiting to see. It's not confirmed yet, so but that's something what it's looking like. Yeah, right. Something in the works. So you had a good time. Did you play with him or y'all just no, alternated he, like, songs? No, I played, I played, he played a song. I played one of my songs. And we played oh, like yeah. together. We had a harmonica player. This guy, John Herbert. Oh, my God. Fucking, if you need a harmonica player. This oh, yeah. Is, always looking for one of those. <laughs> This is the guy. Wait, like, good. I mean, he's just ridiculous. I mean, he sounds like he's an he's an organ just sitting like right. God, that sounds. Cool. sounds so, yeah, like that. Right. <laughs> I was thinking something else. Yeah. Yeah, what? and that's why I stopped myself. I'm like, like an organ donor. Or? I know he's gonna chop that up later. That's Plastic fine. Penis. Again, when he, when, anyway. So he he's off in the back, and he's and he's just. Is he old dude? the whole time? Is he old and fat? For some no, reason, I think you got to no, be old he's and n- fat. No, he's nothing like John Popper at all. Nothing no. like the guy from Blues Traver. So he's a Not skinny black guy. <laughs> he's a skinny white guy. Oh. We'll, go, we'll go there. All right. Good yep. guy. Really solid dude. And it, was, and it was amazing. Like, the place was packed, had an absolute blast. I mean, we were up against Corey Feldman, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I you mean, lost on I that mean, one. We Sorry, lo- they didn't lose. The potential of we you didn't falling lose off stage one day. We didn't lose at all. We had there must have been there were over 120 people there. So some people really still like real music. Thank God. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness for that. Yeah. <laughs> if you well, get on one of those little segue things and ride it, maybe people would have went to your show. <laughs> I mean, no, no. Gotcha. Look, have you met me? I'm the most uncoordinated motherfucker that you will ever meet. It's amazing you can even stand <laughs> the, there. Doing this alone is difficult. Right, you can play alone, guitar. Don't make me put gum in my mouth while I'm doing that. It's not going to happen. Gotcha. So there'll be no shaking of the hips <laughs> or anything. No such thing. That was a new song, man. It's the Pickle Challenge song, baby. Well, look, that that show with Chicky Wawa that, that he played with uh, Pirate Sanchez. 
Hold on, man. He's still playing the pickle challenge. That, that <laughs> he doesn't show get that, tired. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck me. He's, he's got the get, lemur. He's going to get corporal tunnel. I'll tell you that. Well, he... Uh, God, uh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have one button Stop jacking off, the fuck are you running into people with cars? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me anything I do is wrong. Being out in the crowd for that show with Chicky Wawa with Justin and Paul yeah. Sanchez, it, I mean, the, the show was fantastic. And, I mean, there was a bunch of uh, people who are friends of Paul that were just kind of, like, jumping on stage, and it just became, like, one big jam session toward oh, yeah. the end of the what? show. And we it was like, fucking yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, really be, good. Be honest with me. Did Justin elevate his songs from playing with that guy? Like, uh, the guy plays a song, and you're next. It's like, fuck. Well, I think what's really cool about it is you're talking about two musicians that have mutual respect for each other, and they're two different styles. So what's kind of cool is that you see a guy who's a really good folk songwriter and then a guy who's a really good rock and roll songwriter. So it's you're looking at kind of like two different generations oh, gotcha. that are influencing each other, and it's it's fucking impressive. It was a great show. It was yeah, a blast. Really good. Right. Yeah, we had, but uh, you got to, like, after he plays a song, you got to go... Man, I don't want to. You got an extra burden of like responsibility, right? Not even close. No, no. You were like, I could it was, bomb and it don't matter. It was it, no. It, you don't even feel that way. Like the thing about it that was so super cool was just being able to just go up there. Like, I mean, you know, I play with Chris and it's fun, but bullshit. <laughs> that was good. Glad your wrist is holding up. <laughs> But but it's a little different when we're doing cover music versus doing your like original tunes. So like, well then you bang Chris up. so many times that it's like I'm just fucking Chris again. Now this you're like, oh this is some new pussy I'm being a fucking bang. Like, Give me some of this. Right. Exactly. You got it. You hit the nail on the head. You got a foot fetish. <laughs> well, what was funny was is what's funny is during the show. I'm socializing. That's so wrong. <laughs> I'm socializing with Justin's family yeah, yeah. and just bullshitting with them. I hadn't seen his mom in a while, so we were sitting there talking. My mom is British. And I go to turn around. Start there. Wait, hold on. Fucking right. Shh, shh. My mom is British, <laughs> and she's got the thick British accent, and everything you hear is never in a tone that's like a normal tone. You know, like right. like Pinky no offense, fucking no offense. Blind. Yeah, it's like no Earl. Offense. when Earl talks. <laughs> No offense to any British people, but y'all know that y'all talk an octave higher than everybody else in the world. (laughs) So that's my mother. Way up here when she talk. I can't even do it because I've been screaming my face off for two days. (laughs) So we got to keep that in mind. Yeah, keep that in mind while he's talking to Chris. So I'm talking to his mother, and I'm like, oh, good seeing you again. Everything's awesome. I'm going to go catch back up with Karen. I turn around, and Paul's like, Chris Tyree, Justin's partner, come up and sing a song. I'm like, dude, come on. (laughs) You guys have been sitting here playing shit that's like created by you that's these excellent songs, and now you want me to come up and sing some fucking douchebag fucking Bourbon Street shit. I was like, come on, man. Like, dude, this is not really the place for Frank right. Rock. So we played a, right, exactly. Well, we played a Beatles song. I thought you upset cra- that the- he called his, his partner. And here's his partner, which is very trendy on here. It's like, world. gee, thanks. I already look like I'm gay enough. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now you got the boyfriend to go with them shirt. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh. 
fiance. <laughs> yeah, Chris goes, uh, how y'all doing? Just how like to doing? let Just you know, so you know I'm, I'm, happily am, I'm happily engaged to a woman. Check out my fingers. I'm like, Mr. I'm like Mr. Green from Clue, you know? I'm going home to have sex with my wife. No, fuck that. Y'all playing in New Orleans. You should have patted him on the ass. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Well, we played a Beatles song in the crowd scene. We did yesterday. That, so. oh, we did yesterday. Awesome. Oh, cool. yeah. That was cool. We did Fucking yesterday. Right. Yeah, and John, the harmonica player, he was played right playing along. the harmonica right behind us. I almost said other things, but that, figured that was probably not a good word, choice of words. What, he had his mouth on the organ? blowing away. <laughs> yeah, I felt, I felt so bad about that situation. Look, here was the end cap of the night. Mayday, Look, I love you. The end cap of the night. I'm with Karen, and, and she was, come on, let's go see Corey Feldman. I'm like, all right. So I talked to him. I'm like, hey, good show. Everything's awesome. He's like, oh, I'm going to Feldman, too. And I'm thinking to myself, this motherfucker ain't going to Corey Feldman. So we pull up to the Feldman show. He doesn't show up. I texted him the next day. I was like, let me guess. You stayed back and networked. He was like, exactly. I said, that's what you're supposed to do. And then after that, I told him, I said, dude, I sincerely apologize for getting on fucking stage. I felt bad. I felt Why? horrible. Because, well, dude, they're playing this beautiful shit. And we, we play a fucking, fucking janky-ass cover song, you know? It I started oh, talking about I started talking about him and and the, one of my songs that I have. He's like, dude, that's like your best song. So I was like, I'm gonna wanted to kind of like segue a little bit of the other stuff that I do while I'm. I mean, I got a bunch of new people that's that are how there. You know how it goes. Right, give them, they show them so everything. So it's like, well, I might as well, you know, explain to them what else I do other than just, you know, my Monday nights over here. So sure enough, I was talking about all of that, and that's how it came up. I was like, Chris, why don't you come up on stage and play one? I was like. Sure. Come on, Chris. Let's well, go. He he called me out to tell me, say, hey, Chris, I'm about to play your favorite song. And Paul took that as, yeah, Chris, come on up. <laughs> come on up so I can yeah. like, go Do and your favorite fucking song. drink it and hang out. Because I'm just like that. When I have musician friends that come up and they're like, hey, can I get up and sing a song? Dude, sing six. <laughs> yeah, sing right. seven <laughs> of those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, so. And that's if you're only uh, playing an hour set. <laughs> but all that aside, man, his show was fantastic. It was It was awesome. a blast. It was an absolute blast. And, I, and I'm doing it again. I'll do it again in, in, at Chicky, and then I'm doing it at Gasa Gasa. And then I've got a couple of things lined up in November, too. And then I'm waiting to see, because there's some things that are moving in terms of getting this 8 o'clock slot. It may be on Monday. It may be on a different day. And I'm supposed to be doing it and interchanging different like New Orleans artists through it. So we'll be doing the exact same thing, just yeah, with different people. Time slots are kind of cool and beneficial in different ways. Like for us, we I got to come home and take a fucking shower and eat and stuff. Oh, I like, get, after yeah. work. But a lot of people, clean people that have money and work in office buildings, they like to go out right after work. They it's might have a crew from yeah, a lawyer's exactly. go, a doctor's go. Yeah, five thirty and, so and eight o'clock though. It's not that that much of a difference well, i mean i might catch them on the tail end of them doing their happy hour versus <laughs> right the other guys that want to go home and want to go we're not coming back out to 11 o'clock <laughs> i'm one of those guys <laughs> yeah right i'd like to go and actually you know decompress from being at work all day before i go and play a show but I, that's what, not what happens I'm yeah unless Corey feldman comes back or insane there. clown posse pays we'll probably there be you at go. your next one come on yeah i'm ready well, dude, the elder had a boring weekend, huh? You didn't do shit. You didn't I didn't do, do shit. Yeah. I didn't do shit on Friday or Saturday for sure. Oh, really? But, but right. I made it all up for it today. So, yeah. yeah. You What'd played you last night. What are you talking, motherfucker? So, you I played last night. I played a of gig. Of course, you did some shit. I played a gig last <laughs> night, but during the day and Friday night, I didn't do shit. I just stayed. Got gotcha. you. I just chilled play? out. You Where'd know what you he play? did today? Wait, hold on. Y'all know what he did today, right? He went 
to the dinosaur expo. I know. Thank right you, Justin. I was trying to get <laughs> out of it. No, 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 no. I want to call this bitch out on it. Oh, it's little family life. It's so intriguing to me. No, it's so amazing. It's so much more exciting than any of them. Like, you're like, oh, we played, and I'm like, boring. Boring. Oh, you went to a People, I know a bunch of people that do this shit. Moving on. How was it, Chris? It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. It's it's cool to see. It's cool to see people put that kind of creativity into something. I mean, it, it, it was really great. I mean, you walked onto the main floor, Kiefer UNO Lakefront Arena, and man, they had like full animatronic dinosaurs. It was really really cool. Good for good for educational stuff, you know. That's all boring shit. I want to yeah. know. <laughs> what I'm dying to know is. I'm not even going to ask you. Mayday, how long does he continue after the wedding to do shit like this? <laughs> Come on. Uh, give me a break. Six months. Six we, months? Is there a pool? Is there a pool? Is there a pool? Oh, is that what we're doing? He's got to stop Everybody doing call it. in. We're I think he genuinely pool. enjoys it. No, I'm, he's fucking full of shit. He's just in love. That shit wears off. Oh, man. Oh. I agree. I, yeah, that's I, why I, he didn't take me to see I think he my, genuinely enjoys it. I, I enjoy think my little pal, man. I think She's he awesome. genuinely enjoys it. I think you really, uh, deep down inside, he wish he was a prehistoric dude. <laughs> That's I mean, He's in there playing caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone to watch bad cartoons with me. Hey, man, it's fun to go to that Yabba shit Yabba with kids. motherfucker. They, they freak out, you know? They you see know, that and they freak out. You know him better than any of us. Ben, spend a lot of time with him. Unfortunately, He, he really yes. likes it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I guarantee. He's not faking this. No, he's not faking it. It doesn't matter. I, look, you old. know, it, for a goof, it would be great to say that he's totally faking it, but right, I right. know I know too well, only too well, that he's not faking it. He's all. loving every minute. Now, I'll tell oh, you what's God, fun, yeah. if, if you can catch wait, wait, it wait. right, but I don't have any video, but going to the trampoline center, and I decide to go jump with her. Oh, you talk world-class world shit, boy. <laughs> I know what we need to do for the uh, bachelor body, party, my guys. My body the whole time. <laughs> my body the entire time is saying... Why are you doing Fuck you? you. <laughs> Thank Dude, you. Tyreek double jumps himself. <laughs> now, this is this is now <laughs> I've learned how to have fun at the at Sector Six, which is the trampoline center. What I do is Wait, is wait, that, Chris, how many times have you been to Sector Six? Oh geez, dude, probably that's her favorite place. <laughs> oh, come on. You said oh, once a week. That's, that's a, no, I'd, I'd probably say twice a month with this the fuck kid, out of here, man. This kid's spoiled. So look. Oh, dude, look. Ten bucks for an hour. It's fucking great. Look, ten bucks and she wears herself out. It's That's fantastic. Good. <laughs> but this is how I've learned how to have fun. <laughs> this way you can't just let that just one slide. <laughs> this is how I've learned how to have fun with this dude shit. on the harmonica. <laughs> so, how I've learned how to have fun with this is, and this is what I've noticed about kids, especially little boys, when they take. Balls like like Fuck dodge balls. Kids, when they take dodgeballs, all these fucking kids grab these dodgeballs and boys like they want to go for fucking headshots the whole time. Right. Called so I send her I send her into the dodgeball pit and the boys are trying to hit. Well, what I do is I stand on the sideline and I grab them and I just fucking hit them from long range because I got oh. the arm strength. So I wait till they're jumping, dude. I'll headshot them when they're in midair and watch them just drop. It's fucking Jesus. awesome. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just heading shotting little dudes left and right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, but look. I'm starting to think the elder was the kid who never won anything so now he's got a kid he's going for his revenge. Like, so now, look. He's just the biggest kid out there. The guy 
guy yeah. who's the referee that makes sure that everything the kids aren't. Oh, yeah. How do you think this motherfucker's fucking, immortal? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna steal soul somehow, hey, and he's not hey, that no I'm red out. in it. <laughs> so the referee, because these fucking kids they go wild. You got to have somebody to calm them down. Right. So I sit there with the referee and just stand Fuck on the sideline, and I'll grab that dodgeball. When I see one bounce, I look at the referee, go, "Watch me, Dale, this little motherfucker." <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> referee, referee laughs his ass off. He oh, thinks it's man. great. Dude, that's awesome. That's how I have fun. Well, I got to ask you about it. This is the reason why y'all hit the 25th anniversary of CORE. Yes. Stones have a pilots, baby. Try. Yeah, you're right. And I feel it. I I'm just on the bus ride for yeah. this one. That's the, that's the general yeah. right there. Also playing that night. Ginger Weasel and the, the Bee. It's not going to make you. Oh, we don't do that around here no more. <laughs> Ever since we wore hoods, we can't raise that. Oh, oh. Yeah! Look at Mayday oh. dancing. <laughs> oh. That's right. Weasel and the Bee will be opening it up. The Sprinkles remix. So, dude, you, you're saying Justin's a brainchild of this? or He's, he's a the, general. He's I'm just on the leader. bus for this one, man. All right. Mark came to me and said uh, the Soundgarden thing was amazing. Can we do more? And I said, sure. And he goes, I want to do Stone Temple Pilots. That's the next one I want to do. You tell him, man, yeah. he's been dead. Said, That's what I said. <laughs> I was the first. I said, hey, we kind of, kind of missed the mark on that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> How about Lincoln Park? Anyway, yeah. so we we went to we went to a, a, he's like I got uh actually that's not true it was during uh, Jazz Fest it was even before we even had the Soundgarden stuff uh-huh. during Jazz Fest he sends a text out to me and to Chris and to Woody and to Paul who I've, I do I've never met this guy in my life that's but it, clearly this this guy is a funny motherfucker he's <laughs> very enthusiastic he's very enthusiastic and he's a funny motherfucker. Fuck is this? from just what we are. Who is that? Who's that? <sighs> is that anyway, the is that the dude? Is that him? Man, anyway, you gotta explain. So, hey, Tom, I gotta know what sorry, it is. What, yeah. what is it? That's Sun God Seven. Is oh, that's really? Paul. That's, really that's, Paul? that's, that's Sun God Seven. Yeah. Oh, can sorry. we hear it again? <laughs> Investor in my car. <laughs> right, I, thought I thought it was, it was solar, baby. And this is the guy? <laughs> the one singing? Look around, say which way the wind blows. That's right. He's he's on he's on it with uh, Pablo is singing, Chris is singing, Paul's singing, and That guy's I'm gonna singing. sing? Oh, this is gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. Just watching the show over and over again. All right, well, there'll be more dead bodies after this one. (laughs) Pablo's singing. That's awesome, man. So Pablo's going to be in on it. And then we got Jesus resurrected from the dead. Nice. There are two Mexicans. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> resurrected from the dead. He's coming in to play bass. Ray and Woody are splitting the Woody. drums. And then me and Leo are going to be playing guitar for it. Nice. All right. Fucking right. Very hey, excited about Justin, it. Justin, you're singing a couple too, aren't you? Uh, yeah. It's planned out that way, but it is also my birthday. Oh, so oh, there's birthday. a good chance that I may not be singing. <laughs> Might not be playing much neither, huh? <laughs> Happy birthday, baby. Uh, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, good. That's going to be fun. 
I like the bunch of different singers and shit. I think that's yeah, going to be neat. So, yeah, so it's going to be a revolving be a good, cast yeah, of characters. It's going to be cool. We're going to do a little bit of stuff that's like in their catalog, and then we're going to do this one, plus much more. I'm singing this right one. off the of core. <laughs> Right off the core, and then and then we're gonna finish it up with a couple extra stuff, just so like it's you get a good variety of Stone Temple Pilots. Because I mean, clearly you can't do a you know forty five minute show with Stone Temple Pilot. Oh, right. maybe you could, but yeah, you can. They got so many hits, uh, man. <laughs> well, one uh, looking up some Stone Temple Pilots things, I found something that I didn't know. The original name was Mighty Joe Young. Yep. Yes. And then they changed their name to Shirley Temple's Pussy. <laughs> yes. That's just where they get the STP from. And then they ended up with Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, so STP was originally Shirley yeah. Temple's Pussy. Shirley and Temple's then they were like, pussies. we need another Something three anagram. words yeah. to, to yes. equal STP. Because they spent the money on the, on the logo. Oh. oh, they even had a logo? They had the logo. They took the old STP, yeah. you know, oil oil can and, you know, used that as their... They oh, what's the name of that? Around and then they did that. Yeah. The guitar player's name, Dean DeLeo, was that who Dean he is? Dean and Lee, uh, Leo? No. Dean DeLeo and, and, and there's another fucking guy. Robert. But Robert DeLeo. Robert DeLeo. Well, yeah. the guitar player told... told um, uh, while in that, you know, I always dug the STP symbol. Why don't we do something with that? And that's how they got it. But yeah, yeah Mighty Joe Young was their first name, and they had a blues band in Chicago that had the name, and they got sued. So they had I to got change a little it. change in so my pocket. So somebody change. else had that's a band called Shirley Temple's Pussy? No, it was called uh, Mighty Joe Young. Oh, and, all right. Yeah, and then when they changed it to use the STP logo, that's the first one they I used. I never heard the Shirley Temple's Pussy one before. I've never heard that. I have definitely heard that. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> I can't believe they you're... Didn't I, wait, hold on, know. hold on. Wait, what? hold on. We got to have hold this conversation. Right. I can't believe your computer's working. <laughs> Every time I tune into your damn show, he's like, I, this motherfucker's still got to update again. This motherfucker's still got to update again. We've only <laughs> just begun <laughs> to update. Any moment. Doesn't even give you a warning. <laughs> you can watch it for yourself in the last wine and cheese we did about three months ago. I'm sitting there fucking playing videos off of it. It's got the backdrop, and then next thing you know, it tells me, up, oh, you got to update. Yeah, I'm right like, now. fuck, I'm right in the middle of a fucking Fuck cops, a genius presentation Thanks, of, of, of like. Linguistics, and now I gotta fucking restart the. Can't you turn that shit off? I don't know, Justin. You gotta figure out how to do it, and you know, don't you, I'm a don't busy you know man. a guy can make that turn that shit off? I try to ask him very little. It turns into it's a whole it's, thing, it's and I spend fucking, too much money. Yeah, exactly. And dude, it's because so it's a PC and not so, a Mac. I get it. I get it. Core I understand. Up. Right. The problem is I didn't spend enough money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's my yeah. default. Yeah. It came out in 1992. Core did. 92 by Atlantic Records. Yes. It only reached number three on the Billboard charts. Really? It's not yeah. bad. Uh, it's not it's bad. It's still but not bad. Yeah, but it, that was a killing right. album, man. Yeah, that should Can you one. think about the other albums that came out that year that were just like, all right. Huge. Beating the shit out of that. Think of it for a second. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, God. That was 1993, 90, 92. 92. Oh, 92. That was changed. would have been during that time frame. Right at the same time. And they were late and to then, the party, um, right? Weren't they late to the grunge party? Oh yeah, they, they were, were the, super late. They were like the last of the like. Well, and they're not, and truly, so, they're not really grunge. Like I, I, I don't see it. Oh yeah, it definitely is now. But for if you ask me, the grunge really just came. Like your your uh, holy triumvirate is Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, and Pearl Jam, and Nirvana, and well, and Nirvana. But my, I, Michael I Jackson. Nirvana. Right, hold on, don't go too far. <laughs> Never mind by Nirvana. 
But right. Stone Temple Pilots doesn't even come close to any of that stuff. They came right on the ass of the big four, and they were big copycats. In fact, if you go back to Rolling Stone in 92, they were voted the worst band by Rolling Stone Avenue. Uh, Rolling Stone Avenue. Rolling Stone Avenue. Magazine. But the thing with it is, is that the that was the critics' poll. But if you read the readers' poll, the readers poll, they were the number one band that year. Yeah. So they got best and worst all in, in one shot in that magazine. So Yeah, that was in nineteen ninety four. Yeah. All right, Rolling Stones. Yep. Yeah, so the fans loved it but the critics hated it. They were they were looked as copycats, but then when they came out with the record after that, which I, which one was it? Justin Purple. Purple, huh? That was after that. Purple. Purple. That was a that was a blow up success for them well, because they, they kind of came into their own. At they that point. they went to a different different sound, and you know they kind of transitioned away. They had more of that like showy, show toony, doorsy, bluesy San Francisco sound that you weren't getting from. The first record that was like, Which here's a whole bunch not of very original, neither. Like, it just happened to steal from a different bag of tricks, like, big deal. Because yeah. to me, Core is fucking amazing. Like, That's when I started going killing, through these dude. songs, yeah, Dead oh, yeah. I remember Dead and Bloated. I, we used to watch, I think Nancy My Earring did that, <coughs> or Nosmo King. One of the two did that back in the day at Keystones. And I was like, holy fucking shit, to hear that song live played, even by a cover band, was so impactful. That I'm like, this we did is it with Grunge incredible. Factory, and yep. it fucking killed. I think that was the first time to I be, saw it live. It used song. to be a staple cover. When I was torn up in up, up in on the Northeast, that was a staple cover that they would play. It was, it was dead and yep. blurry. Yeah, to me, it doesn't sound like Nirvana or Pearl Jam or anything. No, it doesn't. So I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I think, you know, what happened? They just happened to come out at that, that time and that people wanted more of that and they were providing it. I don't think right. that's pretty intelligent. Yeah, and uh, their songs, I think they hold up on their own without it being a, a genre-like band. Well, like, you start... Here's the thing for me, is that with Core, it was one of those things where I'm sitting there and I'm listening to it and I'm going, yeah, this is a great tune. Yeah, this is a great tune. And then for some... I don't know what it... You know, life. You know? You, like, don't listen to it for a while. You hear, like, the hits every once in a while. Like, you'll hear Wicked Garden played on it. Or you'll hear Dead and Bloated. Or you hear, like, Plush. And then you just kind of keep going through life. And I, this was a great, like reawakening of this album for me because I went back to it and I was like holy fuck I completely forgot about like Sins on there that may be like one of my favorite Stones Up a Pilot's really? tunes yeah. yeah you want me to run down run down them real quick I'm sure y'all know y'all been oh we definitely know <laughs> sex type thing sex I type things on yeah. there I don't remember that I said I want to get next to you that's their that's their their opening like their opening single yeah fucking Wicked Garden great song incredible no memory. Yep, that was killing. Sin. Sin. Yep. Oh yeah. Naked Sunday. Naked Sunday. Creep. Yeah, That's creep. creep. Oh, yeah. God tells me I'm a creep. Thinks so. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. This whole thing is. That song's a got like six hits. Motherfucker. Yeah, I'm got like six hits on it. You think only three? I mean, only six. I oh, I'm talking that were played locally here. All yeah. oh, right, yeah. but I'm saying listening to them. Oh, dude, the, the whole album is one of those albums that's absolutely incredible yep. from start to finish. Piece of pie. I don't remember that one. I don't know what that is. I don't sing that one. Do you know it though? Uh, uh, that, yeah, I mean, I can. I mean, I can play it. Yeah, you don't have to do it. I whoa. I and he's got that. <laughs> yeah, fuck. All right. That's an incredible song, too. Fuck yeah. I know you know the steering. Plush is good. Yep. Plush is yep. great. Great song. 
Wet My Bed. That was actually. Oh, God, dude. That was one of my favorite. So that was recorded. That was a. Yes. Such a great tune. <laughs> that I'm was recorded. It's, it's 96 seconds. <laughs> and it was Scott Weiland and Robert DeLeo. Yeah. And they were just fucking around in the studio waiting for everybody else to get there. And yep. this came out. Yeah. Yep. He was one of those performers more than anybody else in the grunge movement. So that they could say they were copycat or whatever. He no, was he the was closest thing to the modern day Jim Morrison Agreed. that I think 100%. we had. 100%. To, yeah. At that yep. time period, he was Jim Morrison. Agreed. A lot of those guys that were, that were in, the, I call them the big four out of Seattle, a lot of those front men, man, they were very aloof kind of guys. Wyland was really out there. He was, he was a, a fucking performer. rock star, yeah. man. He was a yeah. performer. He had a... He kind of like had that Axl Rosie kind of dance kicking and shit. And yeah. He was really, I, I saw them open, the first time I ever saw them live, they were the opening of uh, the support band for Megadeth. And they were fucking amazing, man. I mean, just awesome. Really, really good. Just so. to go back to it, it, you, it you remember they, they reached top three, right? They had to deal with Rage's self-titled album that was out. Yep. Okay. And The Chronic. What? Yes. Well, no wonder why I didn't hear this till years later. <laughs> 92 released Wait, some big records. And then, like, oh, and then and we, I forgot and about Chris, Dre. you know this one. Alice in Chains Dirt. <laughs> yep. 92. Right. Right. September 29th, so 1992. At, you're looking at like. Number the, three's not bad. The only thing they needed to throw in there was a Michael Jackson we, song in there. Should we plug that too while we're here? Oh, yeah, plug okay. it. yeah. Plug it. Right around. I mean, once we're finished with the uh, Stone Temple Pilot show on the first on September twenty second at the deck room, we're doing an Allison Chains Unplugged. Good lord! Oh, Hell so, yeah! Yeah, it's gonna be the uh, twenty five year anniversary of Dirt. We'll be Is playing. Is Ginger the... gonna be opening for that too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course yeah, they are. No oh, shit. <laughs> the weasel got to get some cheese. <laughs> I don't know if we. I don't know. The weasel. <laughs> the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We can't, we can't pass by the next one. Keep going. Cracker going? Man. Yes. Cracker Man. Oh, that's my, fuck. one of my favorites. That dude, song's that fucking awesome. That's my favorite that's, fucking yes. song, dude. I love Killer that fucking song. song. So hard. <laughs> and then last but not least, this is one that I forget about all the time, but when I do hear it and just reading the name of it, I went, fuck, I love that song. It's Where the River Goes. Yeah. Oh, dude. Great yeah. song. Yeah. Yep. That song is one that can give you goosebumps if done great properly. closing track. Actually, you know, Stone Temple Pilots has like a good history of putting great closing tracks to their record. And what's funny is, is that that track was their opening song at the Megadeth show. Oh, wow. That's what they opened no with. shit. Yep. That's kind of cool, too. Because everybody's probably expecting it to be the last dead blo- Well, everybody expected it to be dead and bloated. That was about mid-set. But that song was the was the opening wow. tune. Yeah, I like yeah. it like that. I would like them to open up with that and then end with dead and bloated. Because yeah. then after dead and bloated, you're just you like, all right. you're like, I'm good. I don't need to be here anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fuck well, you guys. I'm cool. going home. Fuck y'all, y'all. While I'm learning these songs to, to do this show, Damn. memorize them and all, I'm, I'm watching a, a documentary on Stone Temple Pilots that came out right around the time of the first album. I always thought that the the, the I Am from, from uh, Dead and Bloated was done through a microphone. Well, they show him in the studio. He's singing it through um, DeLeo's guitar pickup. 
That's where they got oh. it from, which is fucking awesome. That's, That's pretty crazy. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, they show him like right there. He has like DeLeo's guitar in his face singing the line, singing the line to nice. it and shit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So yeah, I thought that was, that was really, really a cool, cool effect, yeah. really neat. Yeah, for some ripoffs, they really did some inventive, <laughs> yeah, right. ingenious things. Uh, right? they... Does uh, Stone Temple Pilots or Shirley Temple's Pussy bring back any memories <laughs> from y'all about you know being that age? You said you didn't really get into it. No, uh, that was around that time. The, uh, truthfully, the the album for me during that exact same time would have been Super Unknown. I was like, oh fuck, I like that's my, right. Got gotcha. you. That's my fucking jam. That being said, this one this one really got me. I really enjoyed listening to it. I really loved those tracks, but it didn't. It took me like I had. To, I went away from it and came back to it. I mean, it brings me back to fucking being young, <laughs> to being young again, and you know. Just trying to figure out like what in music that was like I wanted to do later on, like what I what I what drew me to be like what kind of songs I wanted to. So write. music art captured you. Oh yeah, especially that that record. Okay, so as far like I like Pearl Jam's Ten. Okay, we're gonna do uh, all you're of this Pearl stuff. Jam's guy. Yeah, yeah okay. we're gonna get into Thanks, a verses. <laughs> <man. So, laughs> so you know Pearl Jam's Ten. I liked Pearl Jam's Ten, and I liked. But for me, like this was like a true like rock record, and I was it was one of the first rock records that I remember hearing and being like, "Fuck, like I want to write some fucking rock tunes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. What about you? Is this a breakup album? Nah, ninety one, ninety two. I mean, I'm on top of Pearl Jam's Ten, Bad Motorfinger from Soundgarden, yeah, Bad Motorfinger, Dirt from Alice in Chains, and Nevermind by Nirvana. And I pick up the Rolling Stone, and they're on the cover, and everybody's busting their balls about how they're copycats. So I read them, I'm like, dude, well, I'll go check it out. So at the time, you actually had fucking record stores. So I go and swing and picked up the album, popped it in. I'm like, God, these motherfuckers are bad, dude. I mean, I, I don't understand where all the, where all the hate came really in, yeah. comes from. But there was man. more good shit coming out. Like, that was a but great time if you were into music 90, and rock like, music. Unfortunately, I was listening to Dre and rap. 91 <laughs> to nothing 95. Wrong with that. There's nothing like, wrong with that. 91 to Chronic 95, everything. <laughs> Rock, metal, hip-hop, fucking hardcore rap, even pop music. Everything from that, man, everything was just so fucking just quality, man. Well, it was the just mu unbelievable. The music was, but looking back, like I, I went to look for artwork for this, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the style of it. I'd much rather modern day and like visuals, you know, and representations of bands now. As opposed to that, I looked at him like, man, it was grungies too. Too, it was like that whole. We had the money and the ability to put out really cool quality shit, but you don't want that, so we'll just make the artwork shitty too. Well, I think that's the thing. The, the whole thing with the with the music was, and at the time, the, the statement of these bands. You know, we we came off of a very excessive decade of music. I mean, man, you're talking about going from teased hair and spandex pants and outlandish looking fucking guitars and huge stage shows to how many flannel and, shirts can you wear yeah right i mean we went to through a cultural revolution i mean it was the 1960s all over again Whoa. with disenfranchised youth and i mean that's what the music reflected it was a lot angrier and a lot more angst and uh you know i mean it was really fucking cool i, I actually another uh, band from the 90s uh 311 i listened to an interview from their lead singer on uh npr and he was saying he was like you know we came in when we blew up, he's like, you know, there was all this shit going on, like Nirvana and Alice in Chains. And at the time, 
all of this disillusioned youth stuff, he's like, I couldn't even really identify with that shit. So we just kept our shit happy, and we were who we were. And they sold gajillion records. But they wrote quality. Yeah, after, they wrote all quality the good musicians music. died, 311 <laughs> was left. Yeah, right. And them and Blink-182, like, thanks. Uh, that's, what, that, that's that post-punk, late 90s. Dude, Justin, can you see if my pen for the surface is over there? Since you're so impressed with it, let's try to take it up a notch. It'll be right behind the Brookstone monitor. Dude, I got a game to play, right? Y'all want to play a game and see? I wanna, I'm want i curious yeah, sure. to see. We got to do it quick, though, because I, I got I all the shit I want to get to. I don't see shit. All right. It's going. No big deal. It's all right. No, I don't know what a fucking pen is. See them. All right, well, that's the biggest thing I forgot, and I'm doing all right. It's probably in the top pouch of the bag up there. All right, so anyway, <laughs> we're going to play a versus game, and I'll try to remember the answers, but I think I rigged it in a way that it'll, it'll be simple. We're going to go opposite, though. I'm going to do let Justin go first. Yeah, sure. I don't want y'all to do it together because it might change the outcome. So I'm going to give you two band names from the grunge movement, and you just give me a winner, which one you like better. Okay. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Versus Mud Honey. Stunned up a bounce. You've heard of Mud Honey? Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. You had to think about it, though. I did, yeah. They're good? Yeah. Just don't have the maybe the catalog that Shirley Temple's pussy has? Yeah, that's probably more of, that's more of it. No, it's just... I, no, I just like the fact... That You're I trying to like be a fucking hipster? <laughs> no, I, just I like, like Mud Honey better. because no one knows who they no are. Might have, but no, I don't like Mud Honey as much as I love, love Sons of I mean, I'll go listen. To, I, when I'm thinking about grunge, the first if you that's the question, the first thing I'm going to go to is Stone Temple Pilots over Mud Honey. Gotcha. All right. Allison Chains and Mother Love Bone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is going on? Chris, for me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to go Mother Love Bone. Really? Yeah. I know. See, he's I never heard of them neither. Too. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He, he'll have his turn. It's not supposed to end with y'all agreeing, believe okay, me. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Pearl Jam versus Hole. Oh, Pearl Jam. Oh, Are you God kidding me? God damn, that's the first one I disagree with you with. No. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Fuck Pearl Jam. What? Anyway. Are you serious? It's not about me, but yeah, I fucking hate Pearl really? Jam. This is, this ah. is me pretending right. to play guitar like Courtney Love. <laughs> and it's still better than Pearl Jam. Fuck I mean. you. You <laughs> fucking. Sorry. No yeah, way. Exactly. Dude. Nirvana. Over. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like anything Pearl Jam. <laughs> I <did>. am. <laughs> That's why he's gonna live forever. All right, so. I am. Dull heart. I am. One good song, and that's it. <laughs> Still more than fucking Pearl Jam. Oh, no way, dude. <laughs> All right, Nirvana versus Screaming Trees. Oh God. <laughs> What's up there, giggles? <laughs> Can I answer this one? Yeah. Go ahead, Mayday. Are you cutting the trees down? Cut level in the forest. Get the wood chipper. It's this first round of the playoffs, this one's, this man. This one's easy. Nirvana's for that. For right. Screaming right. Trees. Soundgarden. Although I do like that one song. Soundgarden. I lost you. I do like that one song. Well, fuck that. One song don't count. <laughs> Nirvana had at least two. Uh, Soundgarden and versus the Melvins. <sighs> oh, fuck <Whoa>. you. <laughs> I got him on that one. I... No, you almost destroyed the place. Good save. Don't break my microphone. Pick one. You gotta pick one. I gotta pick Son one. Son of a bitch is not a qualified <laughs> answer. Can I have phone a friend? No, this is only your opinion. <laughs> uh, I got. I think I might have to go with. Uh, I think I have to go with Soundgarden. No, no, uh-huh. it's it's damn close. But that's another one, though. Catalog, right? Catalog. 
Yeah. What's your favorite Melvin song? No. That's it? <laughs> no. All right. It's a weird name for a song, but I've heard weirder. All right. So we got Stone Temple Pilots versus Allison Chains. I don't have a fucking pin. Stone Temple Pilots and Allison Chains. I fucking tell you, dude. You can't scroll it without the pen. No, I can't fucking mark his answers and memorize what the fuck he said. Wait, who's? It's his turn. All right, go ahead. No, no, it's you. Oh. We gotta get it down. Stone to Temple the next Pilots one. and Allison Chains. Yeah. Stone Temple Pilots. All right, and you had Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Uh, oh, Pearl Jam. All right, not fucked up and didn't put enough of them. <laughs> Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Yeah, Soundgarden. Easy. Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots. Well, good Soundgarden. Are you supposed to say Stone, Stone <laughs> Temple Pilots? You got a show coming up. Yeah, Soundgarden Stone, was Stone over. Stone Temple Pilots, too, but, right. you know, I mean, they're close. It's a close So Soundgarden that's a hard was your, one. your that's, favorite. That's like a, you know, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, Soundgarden's my favorite. Right. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that. this show's not going to suck. This show's going to be a fucking incredible. That first round was pretty hard for you, though. Fuck yeah. It was harder than I thought, because I didn't really... I wasn't a fan of, you know, so many... I don't even know who Mud Honey is. Tyree, what about you? You ready? Stone Temple Pilots, Mud Honey? I mean, STP, because their songs are so fucking great. But I know exactly who Mud Honey is. I got mad respect for those guys. But really? I, I want to go check it out now. Mud Honey, his... He, real quick... Mud Honey, the lead singer of that band, was a guy named Mark Arm. Okay, he had a band called Green River. Green River split up. Half of it became Mud Honey. The other half of it became Mother Love Bone. Oh, holy shit! So he yeah really got two and bands on. They're it. they're fucking great. He's the only guy, Mark Arm, that sat back and said, while everybody else is exploding, I don't want to be a rock star. Fuck y'all. I just want to write songs and do my thing. They gave him. They waved all the money in front of his face, and he said, "Fuck all y'all." Gotcha. And it, he's it's it's pretty awesome. So, but you're still going with Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah, man. Because I mean, I, I like the songs, man. I, it, it brings back a lot of memories for me, you know. Right. So, gotcha. Allison Chains. I mean, Mother Love Bone. We, we can pick Allison Chains as the winner, but I mean, I'll go through the I'll go through all the exercise because I like. Oh, it, it's already over. It's not even a competition. I mean, dude, I, I'm gonna Allison Chains is my favorite fucking band of all time. Man. Really. Oh, dude, hands down. I kind of knew that, too. I mean, you did a project. I mean, I, I love them, man. I mean, I, I I love that fucking band. They can do no wrong. You know, I mean, even with the new singer, man, I, there's shit in there that's phenomenal. You know, and I, I like it. I mean, but I, I like going through the through the exercise. But well, what about Pearl Jam? You like Pearl Jam? Uh, what was my choices? It's not a good couple of choices, but it's Pearl Jam and Hole. I'm going to take Pearl That's Jam it. over Hole. Yeah, because I ain't because, yeah. Dude, but what about Pearl Jam versus any of these other bands? Oh, uh, Pearl Jam's low on the list for me. I got you, right. Low right. on the fucking list for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I mean, I like the only album, the only, I like their first two albums. Everything after that's bullshit. But but the thing with it is. That's hard to say because, I mean, that's like writing two incredible albums and then fucking. But here's the difference, though. Stone Gossard and Jeff Ament were responsible for the majority of writing of those first two records. And then Vetter took over and they became a coffee house band. So I'm not really a big fan of Eddie Vetter. I think he's a pretentious douche. The only thing I like him in is Temple of the Dog. Yeah, and because I don't think he's doing a whole lot. He's barely doing anything in Temple of the Dog. Right. Yeah. Temple of the Dog is a phenomenal record. That's a I mean, that's a great album. I mean, I'm going to take Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots because I mean, I'm a I'm a metal rock guy, and those are more more to my musical taste. So I'm going to pick that shit above the other stuff. But like 
Mad respect, man. I saw the Melvins open for Tool years ago. Oh, they yeah. were I was there. fucking awesome, they dude. Were amazing. Was that the one when uh, back at UNO? Yes. Yeah, and then uh, they Buzzy played uh, with Tool. They played Stink Fist with yes. them. Yes, that I was wa- cool. And the I Melvins did have kind of like that cult like following. Like if you were a Melvins fan, you fucking were hardcore into it. Mm-hmm. I need to find the name of the documentary, but they they had a documentary that was filmed about the Seattle music scene, but what was great was it was all the small players. They had a couple of big guys in it, but Kim Thayil, the guitar player for Soundgarden, says straight out in the video, if it wasn't for the Melvins, none of this shit would even be around. Those fucking guys were the legends of all of us. They were the legends of the Seattle scene. That's all cool. of us ripped them off. I mean, that's pretty much what he, what he said, you know? Nice. Well, dude, next thing I got... Another game. Y'all ready? Sure. It's the Zaw Challenge. Are y'all ready for the <laughs> yeah. motherfucking right. challenge? Y'all can help each other. I don't know. Are y'all sure. ready for the challenge? <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> said that? <laughs> hey, come back when you've been practicing. I might actually try to beat you. <laughs> you ain't even doing You're doing about as yeah, good as Mayday. Oh, hey. Fuck you, pal. Hey. Fuck you, dude. You've been getting a little better. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the Lima cannot officially beat me because it doesn't breathe in air. I can. All right, who the fuck said that? Who said that? It, these are quotes from people in the kind of the grunge movement, you know, and, and music at that time. I'd rather be dead than cool. Who the fuck said that? Thank you, Tyree. <laughs> I'm, I'll go with Cobain. Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking too. You too, boy. Both of you all right. Damn. Ding, 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 ding. I'd rather be dead than cool, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> I don't need drugs to make my life tragic. Ooh, um, I'll go with Lane Staley on that one. All right. You got a guess? I'm going with Cornell. Oh, it was Eddie Vedder's fucking horrible ass. <laughs> of course. Uh, that's the his life was so alive. shitty, he didn't even that. do drugs. <laughs> Shit. He just sat on stage and fucking whined and cried like, on it, and then later on gets to be a, like a political activist. He's going to get up there and mumble through his fucking songs and then give you a political speech. Give me a Wait, hold on. We had to play that stupid fucking song last night. Oh, I hate it. Which one? That fucking yellow light better I looked at Chris and I was like, you don't need. He's like, I got to look up the lyrics. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't need lyrics. The only reason we need to do this song is because the guy gave us 20 bucks to play it. I'll play your fucking song. I'll play your fucking song. I'm sitting there going, God. Which one is it again? Yellow Lead Better. It is the worst fucking that's what you get for free. That's Twenty exactly. bucks. Right? It was a big radio hit. It no, was no, a, no. Radio, a huge radio hit for them. No, don't, don't get it confused. It's the exact same way whether or not you pay me or not. <laughs> it's just get. like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Fuck that guy in that song. <laughs> you you should have just gave him a big political speech and moved I'm, on to I'm, the next I'm, song. I'm, 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 I'm. All right. The next one is not, not these days. No. <laughs> I was in a band when I was 15. We were a glam band. Then I couldn't afford to buy makeup. At the time, that was a thing. That's Lane. That's Lane Staley. It is, man. How you yeah, do that? That's Lane. Yeah. Because uh, I, I know that we know, we know this. We know the story of, of, of uh, Alice in Chains before it was Alice in Chains. There's video of them as glam, like them yep. and fucking Cantrell and fucking... Looking like all the Bee Gees. All the fucking hair and all the fucking sh- oh, 80s lame. shit looking Super and playing lame. all of all of these 80s like tunes. If you listen What's to the name of the band? What was the name of the band before Alice in Chains? It was uh, uh it, I Alice, know he knows it. It was called Alice 
N, like N, like Guns N' Roses. Yes. It was Alice N. Chains. There you go. Yeah, well, and, and, and apostrophe, they, um, yeah. And what they did was... um. If you listen to their original demo that they turned in to get signed, it was a five-song demo. Only two of those tunes made it onto facelift. Everything else sounds like glam rock. They re-released them on their box set. I, I got them. They, they, sound get, like, they sound like 80s metal songs. They didn't get accused of like being rip-offs. No. Like, no. Poor I mean, Stone Temple Pilots. Poor Stone Temple Pilots. That's what happened. Oh, oh. Led to the heavy drug use. Oh. Everybody's out there fucking sucking Pearl Jam, dick. <laughs> Look what yeah. happened. I never liked the. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mayday. I never. I mean, I never like being told what to do. That's the reason why I dropped out of school. Want to go with Cornell on that one? No. I think that's. I think I think based on. <laughs> based on his response, it might be Cornell. <laughs> uh, it's my next favorite, Dave Grohl. It's Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, it makes sense he dropped out of school. You don't know economics. Goes and plays for free. I got another confession, my friend. I don't like that motherfucker either. I don't mind him as a drummer. Oh, dude, he's an incredible drummer. He's an amazing drummer. Like when he let me what to do. I like when he does what Allie's doing right now. I like when she does it. And I queef too. So if you want to be cool, quit school. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Yeah, that'd be that asshole that would say that, too. There goes his hero, fucking <laughs> graduated from high school, fucking overachiever. I don't <laughs> fuck with you. Yeah. Hey, it's like, hey, some people cook for a living. Huh. Some people mix cow, uh, milk cows. I write songs. God, man, this is, this is tough. Um, Wait, say that again? It's like, hey. I thought that was a statement, too. I can't yeah, do I it because people like, talk what? Well, Let me know when everybody's done. What you're doing. It's like, hey, some people cook for a living. Some people milk cows. I write songs. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yeah, nope. That's, uh... He said something similar, but... I write songs all right. You want to go with? Uh, I'll, I'll go with, with Scott Weiland on that. Go, I would almost say Scott Weiland on. You that. got it. Damn, yeah. man, y'all are good. All right. Only dumb people are happy. <laughs> Only that's dumb Cornell. people are happy. <laughs> that's Cornell. You think that's Chris Cornell? Yeah. All right. Let's let's. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. It's Courtney Love. What uh, <laughs> 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 what a. What a what a what a horrible Do y'all think she she had anything to do? Oh, with absolutely. She killed that motherfucker. I don't think so. Yeah. If she killed him, it was only much. because her, her tolerance was Ow. higher than his. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you this much though. They were doing drugs together, and he just couldn't hang. No, he shot himself. Yeah, right. No, thank God for him. Billy. Thank God for Billy Corgan because she wouldn't have a fucking career without that dude. Living the guy from our Smashing Pumpkins. Oh God! <laughs> you listen. Hey, who do you like more, Smashing Pumpkins or Eddie Vedder? Smashing Pumpkins. You remember the plane crash that almost killed rock and roll? I wish fucking they'd have another one with Billy Corgan, Eddie Vedder, fucking Dave Grohl, and throw Courtney Love on that just too for just for y'all's sake. I'm like, let it go down. The only bad thing about it is Justin will book a fucking show at Soundport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, no. Weasel in the Bee opening up for the day the music died, take two. Hey, let's bounce this bitch out, baby. Weasel in the Bee. So don't forget this Friday night, Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Southport Hall. 9 p.m., right? 9 p.m. Good. That's awesome because it's Friday. That it's gives a Friday. Us a it's time. a late, late at oh. night. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yeah we did that on purpose. The whole core album and other hits by Stone Temple yeah, Pilots, a.k.a. Hear, Shirley Temple's hurt. Pussy. Yeah, we're going to hear a bunch of stuff off of the first, this is the second two records. Any songs not by Stone Temple Pilots? No, it'll night. be no. Stone Temple Pilots for the whole night. Except for Weasel and the Bee. Except for Ginger and the Bee. Are yes. <laughs> are you and Ted playing with him? Me, Ted, and Kit are going to be playing. The, the ball guy. The glasses ball guy. Kit or bald. Kent? What do you, what do you he doesn't wear us? a hat. How We're you all spell bald. his name? <laughs> We're only playing the Shirley only Temple Pussy him. songs at night. There you go. <laughs> What's his name? Kent? Kit. K-I-T? K-I-T. All right, good. Dude, now did, I remember it. Like Bag- Michael Knight's car, motherfucker. Yeah. Is Bagnetto going to have some MTV clips or something? Yes, he know? is. He is. He's doing yes, it again. Yes, he is. I just Thank spoke with him today. We were there earlier performing for the Pelican oh, Palooza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were there earlier, and Mark was there, and he was like, dude, I got a whole bunch of great stuff. I'm going to take the projector. He's like taking uh, notes from you. He's putting the projector oh. And the screen behind the drummer so that he can project it behind the band rather than be on the side of the band. Good for Ray. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm in. I'm going to watch the whole thing off the reflection of a Woody's head. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when you got hair, you just make fun of I'm just as bald as he is. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You get a wig up there. That'd be awesome. Come up there in different wigs for your different projects. (laughs) Right? You know? All right, do y'all want to play a song? No. Sure. I know y'all don't want no, to. No, I really don't want y'all? to. I know you're not going to sing it. I'm not singing. You can barely <laughs> talk right I now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You fucking went hard. Y'all for a couple of days? You got a break? No, tomorrow you're fucking playing again. <laughs> Is your voice going to... Oh, yeah, I'll be, fu- I'll be fine. I-, I sang today and I was fine. It's just, it comes back just It's just these, it's these weird, like, you got to take vocal, what they call vocal breaks. You got to take these vocal breaks where you just shut the fuck up for a long time. Right, so well, tomorrow, shut the fuck, shut the fuck well, up until I go Well, you know, maybe you should you shut, just shut the fuck, the fuck up. up. <laughs> fuck you, me. Which, which one are y'all going to do? Did y'all, even, did y'all think about this yet? Yeah, we figured this out about three minutes before we showed up here. Nice. You want to do that one, or you want to do uh, Interstate? Oh, oh hey. Hey, you got to turn it on, buddy. Oh. There it is. Hey. Oh. Hey, this is this sometimes known as Jukebox Heroes. This is going to be the 25th anniversary of Core Album at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. This Friday night, 9 p.m. It's the elder Chris Tyree and Justin 360. On a Sunday afternoon What I read between the lines Lines A feeling Like a handy rusted chain So do you laugh at those who cry Cry 
Believing on a southern train only yesterday You lied Promises of what I seem to be Only watch your time go by All of these things you said to me Breathing is the hardest thing to do. What I said was wrong, what's good to you? Line. Goodbye. Believing on a southern train only. Yesterday, you lied. Promises of what I seem to be only watch your time go by. All of these things I said to you. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, it was Allie. Well, She's look, no, I'm laughing because they had a guy in the chat room that was hating. During their song? Yeah, but he was hating before that. He was hey, like, I'll tell you what, asshole, look, why don't you go fucking sing for three days in a fucking row, and then you can come back and bust balls, okay? Yeah, Mayday. So he basically <laughs> was saying tribute shows, really? And I was like, well, Wyland's dead. It's the only way you're going to hear these songs, you know? And he's like, that's why the band was called Stone Temple Pilots, blah, blah, blah. So then it goes down, and I just said, you know, you have incredibly talented musicians and singers from different bands coming together for a 25th anniversary to an STP album. I don't understand. Playing what an album that's fucking good. A lot of people right. like it. Like so I like then, it. So then that starts happening. The the playing it's of so music. Happening. And he says, "Ouch, lol." That was when you did that thing and you made that sound. And then he comes back and says, "It's like a bad commercial." Now do you understand what I'm saying? Is that Phil Doty? <laughs> <laughs> man, I can't tell, man. I feel like I used to know who this was. The The screen name is Uptown Ruler, but uh, I don't remember who it is now because right, so there's no real name. Can you do me a favor? What? I'm all for what people say in the chat room as long as they put their name on it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Maybe they'll uh, say who it is. Uh, oh, it's, it's, a lot better, it's a lot better when you can, you know. Say who your name is versus being anonymous. I have more respect for what they say. I'll be oh, honest with you. Or at least if they troll, then you could call it all. Well, really, honestly, I don't care about trolls. You know how people say they give zero fucks? I give negative fucks, so God. I really don't care. <laughs> Minus go, five Tyrees. I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun playing music with my friends. We're going to play some songs that we love, and that's all it means. So. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be going to be fucking fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Justin fucking killed the the Soundgarden show, so I yep. know that they they it's all quality musicians except for the uh, the Sun Gods, and there's only room for enough, you know, for one Sun God around here, and that's Mayday. So. Sammy was slow, 
Just watching the show. It's better than that, so. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This good. This sounds song. like sounds like Peter Chris when he's fucked up. <laughs> sounds like Harry. What's the guy's name in the chat room? What's his fake name? He sounds scary. What's his fake name? Uptown Ruler. Uptown Ruler. This one goes out to you. Took a look around. See which way the wind blows. It sounds like a Juan LaFarge commercial. Look at little lady in the city of life. That's right, get it there, son God. Down the lone thing, Joe. Ain't City of life. Dude, fucking right. City of life. I'm looking forward to the show. And that dude singing too for the, for the show? Oh, come on. Oh, hey, wait. when that dude sings, when he's done, we fucking erupt into like we just saw the great. It's like Corey Feldman's back up there. Oh, he <laughs> like said we just seen the most impressive thing. He said his name is Bill. Does that make a difference now? Uh, no, Bill. It, no. Bill. it makes no, no difference. It makes no difference. Not anymore. And you <laughs> already Bill. broke. You already Appreciate broke it, the new Bill. rule. Hey, thanks, Bill. See you hey, at the Bill, show. Come play, come play a Soundgarden show and a, and, a, and sing for four hours and then come come out on, yeah, on a Sunday. How about somebody play. with a fake name that we don't know who it is? You don't read their fucking comments because I don't really give a fuck. He listens you. every week, though. I just felt like yeah, he, he does listen every part. week. I've heard his name in the past before. I know he listens every week because I've heard Allie mention him on, on previous uh, shows. Yeah, do like <laughs> all the other cowards and I fucking you. and don't say anything. Fuck you. Hey, look, man. Look, next time I won't report from the chat room. Y'all mentioned I was no, laughing. Unless they're going to fucking say the name like, and who Jesus, they are. this guy's calling it yeah, out. Yeah, you're laughing. You're more fucking uh, disrespectful than him. At least he's not sitting in the fucking room laughing while the guy's trying to play. Thank you, Bill. No, I'm laughing uh, at him. Oh, I really don't care about Bill. Uh, <laughs> ne- negative fucks. All I really right. don't care. Dude, before we go to break, do you want to do PPV, guys? Not real movie news? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'll do one just, just real quick. All right. Well, I was fast. All right, well. <laughs> there well we I was waiting for the intro. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't even hear it anymore. He gives you the B album. This is popcorn, <laughs> piss, and vinegar, and this is not real movie news. Um, just very, very quick. Uh, they announced that it's not official from Lucasfilm yet, but they're saying that they're going to do a movie based on Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then there's going to be other shit that's going to follow up that's going to include Boba Fett, Jabba the Hutt, and... Um, uh, what other fucking character? One of the other movie John characters John <laughs> may as well. <laughs> so, what it tells me now is is that Disney has no ambition to do anything adventurous with Star Wars, except cash they're gonna, out they're, on they're things. Gonna, they're they gonna just had. do guaranteed money shit. And if you listen to our show this week, um, which will be probably posted either Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll go in depth of what they probably should do, which would be great ideas that would make a fucking billion. And I'm just dumb. I'm, I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, I am a fan. I've watched all the movies. I like the new crew and the new kids coming up. I'm kind of glad that Leia's dead and Han's dead. And <laughs> yeah, I, I like terrible. the I it's... like the saga movies. I don't have a problem with that. But I mean, if you're going to do these anthology movies that are breakoffs, there is two fantastic ideas, and you can find out what they are by listening to PPV Guys this week. You can subscribe over on iTunes or just check us out at PPVGuys.com. We uh, post all our episodes there. So, how many stars should they give it? Four oh, stars. this show! Oh, that was five stars without question. Four <laughs> Except stars. for Bill. Question. Fuck Bill. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, nice. I can't wait to listen because yeah, I'm interested in it. I wasn't really excited about a movie about Obi Wan, but now your beard makes more sense. 
So I'm kind of getting it. <laughs> I'm not excited about it at all, but I'll, I'll get into that on the show. So right, cool. Well, dude, thank y'all so much. Looking forward to seeing you Friday night, Southport Hall, Southport South Hall. Hall. Southport 25th anniversary Hall. of the Core Album by Shirley Temple's Southport Pussy. Hall. And Weasel in a Bay. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. Oh, it's not this Friday? Two weeks. September 1st. Oh, shit. So it's the... Labor Day weekend. Yeah, not oh, this weekend. Right. Weekend Good. after. So oh, Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend. Yeah, two days to recoup. Might go big. We might have to take a Uber, Uber to them. Oh, we Uber and do the check It's Justin's birthday. Yeah, you're right. Let's see if I can get fucked up like you. I've been saying, too, I need to get fucked up with Pablo. Yeah. Like, that dude's great to drink with. Huh? His head's like a fucking keg of beer on top of his shoulders. Dude, yeah, we getting fucked up that night. Bro. That's going to be fun. Here's Justin, a- you like drinking with Pablo? Yes. It's totally. fucking fun, 100%. right? It's an adventure. It's, a, it's absolutely an adventure every time. He goes through time, all the stages of friendships nothing, in one nothing, night. Nothing but love. That's how y'all played that encore, dude. That nothing was fucking love. great. Yeah, I we were annoying the shit out of y'all with him. Remember, nope. we were fucking all standing in front, going. Eee! I remember what did your fiance let you <laughs> drink? Y'all played at Encore. And we were with Fuck. Pablo. I, had to I, carry, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, me drink. I had to carry her fucking ass home tonight at that uh, or that Corey, that uh, Corey Feldman oh, show. Fuck that shit. She was fucking gone. What? Damn. Go ahead, Should've Chris. Left Chris can I pride you to tell the story? <laughs> can I pride you to tell the story? Tonight. What the story about Karen? About getting fucked up? Oh, God, dude, look, we, we went to his show, and she drinks wine. Well, neither of us drink, like, as heavy as we used to. Right. So, man, she's, like, five cups of wine, and she's fucking gone. <laughs> I mean, gone. Did she like your extra? So, Hanging look, all over your look extra brought her home and all of that shit. Look, put, it, put her in the fucking bed. Look, took one shoe off, and this motherfucker was like, look, out. Boom. <laughs> out. Yeah. Said... Dude, you see people in your out and your old ladies getting drunk. They're like, boy, you're going to get lucky tonight. It's like, not no, even. I'm not. It's fucking going to be nighttime. Let me tell you. I can, I can predict this for you now. I'm going to be pulling it fucking three hours from ah. now. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, pulling a shoes That's off. All the, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Amen, brother. Oh, hey, really quick before you guys go to break. On behalf of Justin, dude, go to fucking Chicky Wawa on Monday and yeah, see this motherfucker. Yeah, come on. Come on. Do that. Come his, on. his songs are great. And check what what is it? Uh, JustinMolison.com. Dot com. There it is, man. Yeah, and you're gonna be doing. You said something about some Pink Floyd tomorrow night over there. <laughs> is that a joke? Get, no, I, you shouldn't I, put it on Facebook. I, I know, right? <laughs> oh fuck no! I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some Moon and Sun songs tomorrow, considering the fact that we have an eclipse. There you go, the man. Moon. A whole set just for you, buddy. The moon. Nice. I, I right. was I, I was playing tennis on the moon. Well, thank you, lazy eye. <laughs> yeah, because. Tomorrow night, Monday night, the solar eclipse will happen. It'll only be a partial solar eclipse here in New Orleans. Wait, wait, it's not a full? Not here, motherfucker. <laughs> listen, Harry. When I'm talking, you listen, you learn things. If you okay. go outside at 11.57 a.m., okay. it will no begin. Totality. The moon no will start to move over the sun. It will move over on top of the sun and block out 75% of the sun. Maximum time that you know, you'll get the effect is 129 and then by 2.57, it will be over. And no one, and everybody can go back to work then. Stop pointing yeah, cell phones at the fucking sky. At 11 o'clock, is everybody's going to be outside, and they're going to be outside until 4 o'clock. Yep. That's what you're telling me. But that will signify the beginning of the ceremony. Yeah, clearly. At break, I made a, I made a Zaw mashup. This was actually going to be on last week, but that show was going so well, we decided to have 10 minutes of fucking absolute silence. <laughs> It's going to be, it's the occult in NASA. Jocelyn Polk, 
I never heard him before, but he's he's a classical musician, I believe. He made the that song that's in Eyes Wide Shut. This is actually the whole song. I think they only play Eyes Wide Shut. You mean that one song that's just playing the piano note? I, I think that over may be it. Over and over again. It goes good with some video I found on YouTube about the occult and NASA. And Alistair Crowley makes an appearance to, to lead you through the whole thing. This is the occult and NASA. Dude, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, guys. Dude, check them out. Jukebox Heroes. Justin, that Chicky Wawa again. You got to see that. Come check out the uh, Stone Temple Pilots unless you like Bill and you don't like things like that. Jukeboxnola.com for Jukebox Heroes. Come Justin and hang Malasan. out, Bill. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, come on, Bill. I'll buy you a drink, bro. Absolutely. I'll buy you a drink. And then, uh, of course, Stone Temple Pilots in Southport, <laughs> September 1st. Nice. Not Real With Radio. Weasel on the B. 82. <laughs> Hardcore. You're listening to Not Real Radio. Not real music. Not real news. Not real guests. Not real reviews. Subscribe to one of the many ways you can listen. SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Google Play Music. YouTube. Or your favorite podcast app. Listen live Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on MixLR. Or just visit notrealradio.com. Where you can buy a t-shirt. Make a donation. Transcending radio. One show at a time. Not real music. Not real news. Not real guests. Not real reviews. Thank you for listening. Notrealradio.com. Technological rationality. And yet, while a decade.
controlling himself. Whom Parsons addressed as Since the introduction of the 
Whatever, I didn't hear anything. We were muted or something? Uh, we were. Oh, you know what it was? That thing's got a big, long thing End? of silence after. Oh, so, so it... Keeping kinda... up on pace with last week. Y'all hear some <laughs> kind of sound? Yes. Okay. Is that pick up again since yep. it's unplugged? Is there something I can do? Yeah, be quiet oh, about it. Shut up. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Fuck, Fuck you, dude. So we talked about before break, and you listened to that little piece about NASA and the occult. And that that ties in together. So NASA has no official confirmation that Nibiru exists. But it led me to find something else that NASA said did exist. And that was the landed on the moon thing. The Apollo 11 mission where we landed on the moon and they simulcasted, you know, worldwide. I don't know if it was worldwide, but at least here in American schools and, and homes. You could watch it live. And the video was so, you know, poor, poor quality. Right. That you couldn't really tell what was happening. It looked like watching, you know, the Adam and Eve channel when you didn't pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was in black and white instead of color. Right. So they supposedly had much better footage of this, right? They had the actual... Really? Yeah, they they said the problem was they had to convert their footage into a different, you know, type of footage so that they could stream it, you know, to everybody else. And that's what deteriorated the quality of it. They made it like shit on purpose, definitely. So... The official story goes that they had this good, high-quality, you know, footage in it. I guess it was on tape. All right, yeah, you know, probably back somewhere. then, right? So, conveniently, NASA lost it. And then, uh-huh. years later, when they investigated it to try to find out where it went, they said uh, that it 
it got taped over because they were at lack of storage space. So they just uh, uh, fucking break. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of if here. If you don't believe that, you could go do your own research and find all these nice names and dates and all that. It's very. They went in depth on this this uh, investigation they did, but Ali didn't do it, so the investigation came up. Uh, we probably taped over it. So whether or not what the fuck I know is I was that? supposed to investigate now look that whether or not the. The footage is correct or not, to me, is irrelevant to whether we really did it. Maybe we really did it, and then they faked the footage because they couldn't get the footage back or lost it or something. But if you're leaning on the side of skepticism with believe everything NASA tells you, you would have to think that that's pretty fucking ridiculous that they taped over the original high-quality right. footage of the Apollo 11 mission. Like, they wouldn't keep that for fucking so many reasons. Yeah, you know, they, they recorded shit. over it when Russia was like, hey, you mind if we take a look at it? <laughs> yeah. Like, can we analyze the footage? They were like, no, that's okay. Anyway. Dude, last week was bad. We tried to talk about that. Dude, I'm telling you, when you study occultism and, like, you know it's bad shit. You're diving into realms you shouldn't go. And I think the potential for success is there. It can, I do believe, any spirituality whatsoever if done to its maximum potential and you believe in it, it can have positive or it can have effects on your life. It does affect you. I remember you saying it a long time ago was when you sit there and you read books about whatever it may be, whether it's Dianetics, whether it's the Bible, whether it's the Koran, whatever the fuck it is. When you're sitting there and reading it and you're absorbing that, at that time, it's those things you kind of like, by default, kind of integrate them into your life. Unless you're kind of dead set against what you're reading. If you're reading for the purpose of, I just want to know, you know, or if it's something, I'm going to read this with an open mind. Right. You know? Yeah, I think if you go out looking for something and you read enough on the internet or in books, you're going to find it. You oh, find dude, whatever you want. I can't tell you how many be. motherfuckers I know that, like, after watching Fight Club, they were, like, throwing their couch in the fucking street. They were, not me. See a couch but, in you here? Know. <laughs> Fuck so, your couch. That pickles. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's the thing, though. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you kind of adapt yourself to that shit. But I, I remember you saying that. Yeah, it does take a lot out of you. Yeah. Like, it does put you in a very dark place. And I think we're starting to get out of it. Like, we really are. We're starting to come to where now it's kind of worth it. You know, we paid the dues. We made the sacrifices. And now we're starting to transcend mediocrity, hopefully. We're going to try to do something really tricky right now. And this will know if we did transcend mediocrity. We're actually going to try to call last week and try to cheer myself up. <laughs> I think we ought to do like the pickle what? challenge. We'll call us last week and try to do the pickle challenge. If Mayday's little device done will the work. Challenge enough. You think it'll work? You want to try? We can it? try. It. What is it? A time know. machine? Yeah. Let's try it. Ready? Yeah. Call them. Great. Somebody's on the fucking phone. Oh, I'm not serious. Yeah. Are you ready for the pickle challenge? Good lord. You hung up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking right. <laughs> we call 
that would be really Dude, that cool. was fun. Then <laughs> 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 we fucking called and hung up on him. Oh, fuck. He's a pickle, pickle, pickle. He's quick to hang up on Dude, I wonder what I'm going to say. I'll have to listen back. So you think if we listen back, we're going to hear it? If you listen to last week's show, you're going to hear us calling fucking go pickle, pickle, pickle. Dude, way. good job, Mayday. That fucking Lima 4.0 is bad. <laughs> Damn, bad, you guys are fast. Woo! Hell! Harry! Now that that's done, I feel much better. Speaking of feeling better, now okay. it gave me the energy to dive into this. It's the Alley Investigation. <laughs> that's right. Our investigative reporter, Alley AB. One of my favorite Alley. segments. You, you too? You like I, this? I one? like Alley Investigation. It's uplifting always. Hey, right, what you got tonight? Welcome everyone to Not Real Radio's weekly Alley Investigation with your host, Alley. This week, is Chivalry Dead? Allie well, Fletcher. it helps that we have an old person here because this is kind of an interesting topic. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't like Alley Investigations. <laughs> <laughs> I canceled. I meant Zarth Fuck your show. I meant Zarth What are you talking about? He's older than me. You're old now, though. Y'all, you got glasses? I mean... All right. Fuck you, Tyring. You glasses, just can't see. Glasses. I have glasses and you can't see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> see, I actually does see that now. Oh, thank glasses, you. Glasses. Does he see the fact that society as we know it is changing? No, no. Uh-huh. All right. Well, maybe he doesn't. Do you all, as men, it probably would be good to just start this with a question. How do you feel about quote-unquote chivalry? Yeah, it's dead, but so is, is women dead, being but submissive is and subservient. So fuck it. You're going to lose something. <laughs> it's all about sacrifice. These but fucking bitches dead, don't want no like, sacrifice. They don't want... Okay. Always, no, listen. I didn't even get to do my thing. You got already... You want to roll. You ask me a fucking Go question. Ahead, I'm going to give you an answer. No, I'm sorry. Chivalry is dead. Yes no. Go ahead. We got to have equal talk time now. Thank you. What? Come on. No, it was probably a good rant. Go for it. No, what? I was just going to say that... It doesn't matter what the (laughs) fuck you say. Shedding light... As as this week, somebody posted on Facebook that chivalry is dead or is it dead, right? And it was kind of a question. You know, people are going back and forth. And a lot of people have the same opinion as you that chivalry is dead because women don't want it anymore. They don't act like... uh, the kind of women that would get chivalry and appreciate it or whatever. I don't know what to call that. But then they have like the feminists and they have the anti-feminists and then they got the other people and they have just regular motherfuckers like me who don't give a fuck, right? Look, let me But at the same time, I can tell you that I witness chivalry constantly. All right, can I tell you something? What? As a, I'm going to tell you this is honest. I'm letting you into a world that you have no business oh, being God. in, okay? It's more <laughs> cultic shit. Great. Men open doors for women so that we can look at their ass when they walk by. And also, you already did something nice for them. That's it. You never did it to be no. chivalrous or no. anything. You did it because you're like, man, check out this fucking hot bitch behind me. How am I going to check this out a little longer? Oh, there's the door. Got to open that bitch no. up. Check it out. Look no. at the ass. Got no. to see them titties. No. Fucking no. close interaction. Absolutely And wrong. you're already Incorrect. plus one because you did something nice. Well, I'm glad to know that's what you do. And then, it, then but... you, it starts with that. And you're like, fuck, I can't just do that because that's going to be a little <laughs> obvious. Next thing you know, you open the door for old ladies and fucking kids and the next thing you know five people are gonna walk by and then there's always some faggot who's gonna look at you and walk in like you open it for him and it's like no fuck this shit just wanted to see a pair of titties <laughs> this whole end up turning into this whole chivalry thing hey now 
You know why the doors don't get open now? Because there's a lot of lesbians out there. They don't wear very attractive pants. The straight chicks are wearing 80s jeans, and it makes their ass look like it starts in the middle of their back. Did you do the investigation or did I? I mean, no, God I'm living damn. it, baby. I haven't I'm living it. I'm the man on the streets. investigation since we started this whole fucking thing. I finally have one and I don't even get to fucking do it. Then don't Is ask questions. Is this payback from last week? Good don't God. ask a fucking question. Just give us the, uh, the whole investigation. No, man. Fuck the investigation, dude. So anyway. This, Fuck you, dude. This must be like a thing right now. Like there's a meme here, okay? And it's got, like, a guy on it with little glasses, and I'm assuming he's, like, a comedian. And this is his little thing. It says, a lot of people misuse the word chivalry. I looked up the code of chivalry. There's only one part in there about respecting women. The rest of it is medieval battle etiquette. Fun fact, right, everybody? Then he says, a week ago, I didn't hold open the door for a lady, and she said, I guess chivalry's dead. So I challenged her to physical combat. Turns out... Turns out I'm the better jouster. Chivalry is alive, but that woman is dead. So I kind of thought about it like that. Like, fuck, we're calling something chivalry. Like, chivalry means take care of women, but not really, man. This is medieval battle etiquette. So if men are really chivalrous, you know, they're going around fucking shit up. Like, maybe men aren't fucking badass and fucking shit up anymore. So therefore, they don't see a woman as a delicate flower because they're fucking, <laughs> you know... They're not doing shit anymore. They're, they're fucking wearing the same clothes as the women. And this is not gay dudes. This is just regular men. Men are softening up, dude. So, like, like okay, put it this way. I work in a building, a high-rise, okay? And they have everybody, every age, every culture, every gender, every whatever. The men always let the women in the elevator first. And it might be look at their ass, whatever. But I'm just saying, no matter where, no matter what happens... Always see the man standing there and let the women in first. It's like a polite thing. But like a why? pig in the slop. You know what I'm saying? Though? Why? Who told him to do that? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, well, this is still happening. And same thing. They let him out first. And I look at their ass, right? But what about when you're walking? What about when you're walking in the building and shit? Okay. There's a lot of doors we have to all go through and a lot of elevators, a lot of doors. So when you're walking through a door, you always look behind you to make sure nobody's behind you and you hold the door for them. Okay. I do what I can. So if I'm behind a guy and he fucking holds the door but keeps going, he just holds it for me, you know what I mean? He doesn't get to see my ass. Why does he do it? To be polite. But guess what? One other thing I noticed in the building, the elevators, it is women. But for doors, everybody holds the door for everybody. Women hold them for other women. They hold them for men. Some people are assholes and let it slam in your face. And I'm always like, thank you. (laughs) And I make sure they hear me. But, um... I'm just saying, like, I think people are in in a state right now where everybody thinks that everybody fucking hates each other and everybody's got a fucking problem with each other. And I just feel like through my investigation this week, what I learned as a person is that these things are all alive. Racism's alive. Feminism's alive. Chivalry's alive. Fucking all this KKK bullshit's real. But this is all in small areas. In New Orleans, we have an old school way of going about things. Everybody's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, Mr. Mrs., respect your elders type thing. I think that's where the chivalry comes in. I think maybe it's a New Orleans thing. Maybe other places, men don't have any feeling about opening a door for a woman or not opening one. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Am I saying something stupid? 
No, I, I, I think, oh wait, why do you get the answer? <laughs> I think what you're saying is, is it's definitely a southern thing, and and on top of it also is is look the media. I, I really don't believe shit is as bad. Out That's there. what I'm trying to say. It's I don't small think it's pockets. as bad. I think that right televised media, corporate media, social media has brought out the absolute fucking worse than people. Right. It really oh, yeah. has. And like, it's they horrible. make it seem like racism is this big problem and they've even had them here. They've had riots and everything for either side. But it's like, dude, once again, working downtown in New Orleans in the CBD is fucking crazy. There's everybody. You're always around everybody. I have to go work down in the French Quarter. I have to go pick up stuff and handle things and errands. And I just wanted to say that this week, at the end of the week, I went through and I walked all the way from CBD to the French Quarter, and every single person you walk past is polite, smiles at each other, waves, says, how you doing? Every race, every creed, every age, everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like people act like we all hate each other and everybody's at odds and there's this big race war going on and this big gender war. Guess what, dude? I don't fucking see it. Maybe I'm just lucky because we live here and people here are fucking better to each other. But, man, I don't see that shit. See what I'm saying? So maybe, yeah, it is alive, but I don't see it. It's not alive to me. Chivalry might be dead, but it's not dead to me. So it's like, I guess the answer to is chivalry dead, the final ending of this long segment is yes and no. So that's what we learned today. It's not always black or white. I see it every day on Facebook. Other than that, I never see that shit. And I tell you, I'm I'm in a whole different spreads of communities. I work in the fucking ghetto all the way to white suburbia. I don't see the shit. I mean, I see people all over the place. On Bywater is, I mean, cultures and fucking creeds and colors of all people. I never see that shit. And I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of it every fucking day practically. It's it's all social media bullshit. It's a more drone lemming fucking mentality. Bullshit. The unfortunately, <laughs> I don't believe it's social media as the problem because all social media is a bunch of fucking parakeets squawking what they just heard on the television or radio. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, that's, it just repeats itself. They put my, out my something point exactly. And, it's mass media in general. And mass media goes jump this high now and then you watch everybody on Facebook jumping, jumping. Look at it. They're talking about what they're supposed to be. Whoever spent the most money or the most tragic thing that happened, that's what everybody's talking about It's this just week. fucked up because everybody right now thinks they have to be up in arms with each other. and like, we have no, to only fight people this. Are we have to fight attention. this. Fight this. But it's like, do you realize that these little pockets of hatred people, like these little pockets of hatred... But we're doing exactly what we're condemning everybody. And, and that's why I don't, I don't think like any, out in investigations. Though, is, hey, it's like, if I want this shit, I could just go look at Facebook. Your problem is you're paying too this much what the attention. This the fuck you did last week. You talked about that stupid fucking Donald Trump bullshit, the North Korea bullshit that nobody gives a fuck about. Hey, that I don't did even matter now give a because fuck now last fucking week. the race war is going on, so now we don't give a fuck about that stuff anymore. Right. My whole we point don't care is about that. I'm doing the same goddamn thing you did. I don't want to hear it, dude. But that's what I, I guess what you do. I was just making a point that goddamn... Everybody fucking realize, look around you and the people you work with and the people you fucking see every day and realize, we're not at war. Yes, we're we are. We're a fucking team. No, Dude, fuck Dude, I hope off. these people go outside and kill each other. I'll be inside <laughs> fucking watching yeah, on goddamn Facebook. Yeah, I small groups that are fighting each other. Sure, tear each other to shreds. We don't need extremists. We don't want that. Uncle, we want everybody yo, just, we need we more fucking of them. go to work every fucking day and make a living together as a fucking team. We all are there for the same reason. You see what I'm saying? Like, everybody's just struggling to survive. You're going to fight over some dumb shit like that. It's fucking stupid. 
It's getting close to that thing. God damn, get the fuck along. Because nope. what it does is it makes people scared of each other. So if you're black and you see a white person, you think that person hates you. You don't know them. And fucking, they don't. They don't give a fuck. As like, long you know as they have saying? a safe zone, I don't care. Like, as long as they have that. their spot to do it, like, go get permits to kill each other, then that's cool. Just leave us out of it. Like, if you go to one of these events and you're one of those people and something happens, like, and you fight the other side after you're holding up signs, kill Nazis and fuck you faggot, which was kind of funny. I gotta admit, that was really funny. <laughs> Vice put out a, a thing about the white supremacist thing. It and was the one, rally that, uh, that the car came Yeah, through. one of them were yeah. like, fuck you, fascist. <laughs> and then the other ones were like, fuck you, faggots. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of funny. Like, that's where we're at in society. Like, we kill Nazis. They're like, fuck you, faggots. I'm like, if that's where we're at. And then uh, people sharing Donald Trump tweets. And if that's where society is, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, fuck, show's getting good. Like, nobody watches when everything okay like if we were making progress yep. and life was nice for everybody nobody's gonna give a fuck Nothing's but now it's like hey okay, real life though. is getting real exciting right now back in the 60s they were having riots and, and shit at rich white colleges in, in berkeley california and all these higher thinkers were, were getting you know beat up by the government and fucking it was trying to be another whole thing the way they take man honestly it, they were trying to usher in another dark age and they didn't. A lot of people, I'll call them the neo-hippies, they got out and they started learning things and they refound Eastern philosophy and they refound philosophy itself and psychiatry and, and hallucinogenics. It happened all over again. And now those people get to watch the people who just never do quite figure it out. They're club joiners. They're not very, they're just clones. They're sheep. They're, they're drones. They're just doing whatever they're programmed to do without any rational thought or critical thinking or, or, or self-control. They're totally at the mercy of two teams. And they will fucking destroy each other if those two teams decide that that's what they're going to do. They like, the Republican Party and the Democrat Party are like the, the Saints and New England Patriots. And this could be working up towards the big Super Bowl. How brainwashed do you have your teams that the way they will actually kill each other? And they'll kill their own people. That's how these wars work. Yep. If you think of giant wars, it was never uh, one race of people going and killing another. They usually don't work like that. You actually kill your own people. Look at and you go back to all the wars and you're like, wait, it was the uh, Japanese versus the Chinese, and it was the fucking the whole Europe is just for a long time was at war with each other. Even Germany was like going into France and and Britain and stuff. So that's how these things work because that's when you know you're brainwashed. You can't look at each other. And I think where we're at is going to be it's going to be odd, but it's definitely escalating. You're watching it. It's a slow burn. It's a slow build, but just like every major gigantic uh, thing that happens in the course of history you look and it seems simple you blame it on one little thing but you actually go back fucking thousands of years to see what's been laid in the groundwork of this this fucking war and it's just weird well to back up what you said you said that nobody likes anything about progress people only like you know sensationalism and things that are fucked up it's so bad. You can go on websites, well, not websites, but you can go on pages on social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever. You go on there and you look at things that are people that are actually talking about progress and things of technology and things that actually can make the world better from a technological standpoint. These motherfuckers are squabbling with each other about that shit. Right, yeah. And yeah. Dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, amen, man. It's it, it's it's unfucking real, dude. Well, one thing that's unreal I found 
at the movies this weekend. Are you going to go see Birth of a Dragon? Of the dragon. Not a dragon. This is the motherfucking dragon, the. Bruce Lee. This is the uh, Bruce Lee movie that's made by WWE Films, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. 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 And it explains it all. That. Yeah, it looks horrible. This is fucking Bruce. I don't know why. I got a little pissed off. Like it's it, insulting. It upset me. He's, uh, it was such a master, and then they're going to kind of whore it out, right? They didn't even whore it out. Like, it's just, it's not good. I don't think the actor they got to play him is really that great. It's like they just were going, yeah, hey, we name need a quick fix, right? Yeah. I, I get it. And I love Ip Man. Tyree knows it's one of the best movies ever made. He didn't even yep. have to watch. He just gets it from osmosis. He puts his hand on top of the Ip Man. No, DVD. I just go off what people tell me. Right. I don't even I don't even have that ability. But it was great, and that was a, a really good story. And I liked the character, and that was Bruce Lee's teacher. Like I like that Bruce Lee hasn't been totally whored out. There's enough Bruce Lee movies and different things you can watch and get into books a trainer like it's a, a form of martial arts now is like bruce lee style like it's fucking cool and to watch wwe just capitalize on his name to make a shit movie is kind of kind of upset me yeah. why do you keep playing that for <laughs> this is fucking one of those dumb fucking things you didn't have no gave. chinese music huh <laughs> well i mean i do but <laughs> right. you whip me on this though tyree i mean that's oh yeah it looks I like mean, it looks like shit i mean if you're gonna make a movie about bruce lee and something significant that happened in his life i mean you're gonna fucking put that on vince mcmahon's fucking stupid bullshit i mean give that to somebody who can make like a good movie if yeah, we're gonna do how something, cool would it be to see like a legit high budget movie about him? Yeah, like you get a guy like Ang Lee, who's one of these like phenomenal like Hong Kong directors. That's like a cinematography fucking master. It's a guy that filmed Life of Pi. Oh, you get yeah, a dude incredible. like that to do fucking a Bruce Lee movie? Oh shit, I'd be all over it, man. And you're gonna need an actor because so many yeah. you know what Bruce Lee looks like. It's easy to do something on somebody not everybody seen as much as they saw Bruce Lee. You need somebody that is totally uh, unknown. Thank you, That's oh. what you need. Right, right. You need somebody completely unknown. But a freak method actor who can also... Agree with you. ...pick up on it. I watch this guy's movements and the way he talks. He doesn't remind me anything about We're on Bruce the same Lee. page on this one, buddy. I'm going to see Lucky Logan this week. I'm really looking forward to that one. Another so. Logan movie. Is this when Logan no, actually no, no, doesn't, no. doesn't get animanium? This is about two guys who are involved in the NASCAR circuit, and they uh. break a guy out of jail who's a demolitions expert to blow up a bank vault. This is with the guy from Star Wars, Ren. This is with uh, the guy who plays Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, Channing Tatum is his brother, uh. and the demolitions expert that they're breaking out is uh, Daniel Craig, who plays James Bond. And it's been, get, uh, it's been getting... It, it's been getting... I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be cool. You're lucky. I will not go see anything with Vince McMahon being associated with it or NASCAR. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't care how good this movie is, but I won't go see it. Dude, next up, what does Mayday gotta say? Dude, what's Mayday gotta say? What does Mayday have to say? Can I say anything? I gotta say some stuff, man. Brendan O'Brien, the producer of this album, is one of my heroes. He really, really is. Yeah. Why? What did he do to get such a title? Um, he did Core. He did Purple. He's worked with Aerosmith. He did Get a Grip, which if anybody knows, I mean, that was like one of their biggest hits. Um, <laughs> he worked with South Park Chef Aid, and I just find that kind of funny. Like, of all people they're going to call, they're going to be like, Hey, man, get me the guy that did STP, you know what I mean? I think Jack he would make him balls. Sound, Right. It's kind of like, all right. I mean, both ends of the spectrum. And to me, man, he did 
he recorded and mixed Red Hot Chili Peppers' Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Wow. That's yeah. Big one. That's an accomplishment. And to me, Core was one of those that changed my life as far as music. That was my first CD I ever got. Really? I fell in love with that album. Yeah, that was that was a changing moment of like hard rock for me. Then it became Nirvana. Actually, it was Nirvana. This cat's then- an engineer and a producer or yeah. just an engineer? Yeah, and he's like produced like... He's done Incubus, Pearl Jam. He worked on Pearl Jam 10, Mick Jagger, Bob Dylan, Tom Morello, Audio Slave, Corn. He did Limp Biscuits Rollin', Chris Cornell, Bruce Springsteen, and ACDC, just to wow. name a few. Right. I mean, that's this a kind of cool career. Yeah, man. that's a who's who of fucking thing. Fuck yeah. I personally met him and worked with him, and he's a bad motherfucker. What? And he's cool as shit. What yeah. makes a guy like that a bad motherfucker? Which stands out that he does that you're like, that's a bad motherfucker? He can... A, he's got the ear. He knows that sound to kind of push it and what that next level of... Somebody gives you an idea. Tyreed says, I want to do a song like this. You've got to interpret that. And as a producer, you can interpret that, hear it, and improve it. You know what I mean? It's not that Tyreed had the wrong idea. It's just uh, it was more of a connecting that idea and that thought to the next level. You know what I mean? Because ideas get weird as you're working on something. Yeah, like somebody will come up with an initial idea, and if they're too in love right. with it, it can ruin it sometimes. Right. So, like, for example, more. I believe the story goes where he wanted to use a megaphone. Tyree. They didn't have a megaphone. Yeah, so they actually sang it into the fucking guitar pickups. It was one of those where it was just something oh, I got different. You, All right. so you know cool. what I mean? So cool. So little things like that, that's really cool, What do man. we have around here that right. we could get that right. sound? Yeah, or just he was fucking around and just captured it. And the sound he captured, man, I really love the drum sounds on Core. Well, that's one of my faves. I love that sound. Probably a guy like that that's sitting there, and, and when they do the intro to Dead and Bloated, he's probably sitting there, and he's like, well, man, I want something that's ultra-compressed. Right. And he's sitting there thinking about it, and he's like, well, dude, sing through a fucking guitar pickup. I mean, that's just a it's it's a whole different type of of, of amplification yeah. of something. And he's one of those guys awesome, man. that I feel like he's willing to take that chance and he's willing to take the chance with the artist. And I think that's a rarity because so many people are so like, oh, it's got to be ABC, ABC, verse, chorus, done. That's it. Auto-tune, the whole thing. It's more of a, I'm willing to go there because I'm, I don't want to be stagnant. He'd rather fail than not take a chance. You know what I mean? I'm sure out of all these, he's failed quite a bit. And that's what I applaud also is the fact that you're willing to go there. You know what I mean? He did the Night Watchman. <laughs> We're going to get you a new bit, motherfucker. He did the uh, Watchman with Tom Morello, your favorite. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, it was recorded well. Yeah, right? Sounded cool. I, tell I you, liked it. What, what amazes me is that you, you talk about a guy with a career that's that storied. You're Stone Temple Pilots. Right. You get signed to a fucking record deal. And whoever it is, I don't know the, the chain of command sure. of how all that sure. shit works. I've never been in but the industry. But you have to pick that guy. But, I mean, how do you get assigned to that fucking guy? I mean, it's just amazing. Like, I mean, how does a person look well, at you and He was up say, and coming at that time, too, he right? Would, he had just worked with Soundgarden. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I mean, so, at that point, it's kind of like, uh, you hear that sound, and then you go, ooh, I want that, and I want him to do that with us. But it wasn't, they called it a rip Or it could have been the record label. The record label went, hey, you signed to us, and here's your... Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they had a heavy hand in it, too. But I could see where him working with Pearl Jam, him working with Soundgarden, those kind of things could say, well, it's the same kind of magic he's working, you know Hot sound at the time. You know, we want to push this sound is the the thing. None of the bands sounded the same. You know what I mean? 
None yeah, of the sty- band sounded. Stylistically, they're all different. You know, that's one thing I love about Cantrell from Alice in Chains. Whenever they interview that guy and they talk about, it's an interview that was probably maybe from about, mm, probably about a good, maybe five, six years ago. Right. And they were talking about like, what do you think about the whole, you know, grunge thing that you were like part of really setting apart? He's like, dude, I don't know where the fuck they got this terminology <laughs> from. He said, I'll be honest with you. To me, Alice in Chains has been a fucking metal band. We just had a different sound. Right. The, writer, the writer sound. from Rolling Stones. Yeah, I mean, right. we were a post them or something. That's we, how you have usually happens. Like people aren't going around calling themselves something. Somebody is trying to explain what they, you know, think that that is, and they come up with a phrase, and next thing you know, it sticks. In that interview, um, it, I'm sorry, in that documentary that was mentioned earlier in the show that talks about the underground stuff of Seattle. They talk about the term grunge, and they said that that Seattle thing blew up so fast that they went and they interviewed the guy who was like the CEO of Sub Pop, which was like the small indie label that launched all these motherfuckers into the stratosphere. And they had a grunge lexicon that was printed in Rolling Stone because Rolling Stone's going to talk about this mysterious rock and roll subculture that's located somewhere in the Northwest. These guys were trolling the fuck out of these people. And that's how all of that term and all that shit got created. It was the media that ran with all that stuff. Imagine that. So, yeah, I mean, the, the guys who were who all got signed in that shit, you listen to interviews with all those guys later, the ones that survived anyway. And when you talk about the grunge thing, and all those guys were like, that was the dumbest, stupidest fucking shit. And it was all a joke. They were, all rock, they were all rock and roll bands. They just had their own sound. You know? Yeah, but they were also amazing rock and roll band Fucking musicians right. that had great songs. So, and I think Brendan also helped take those great songs and make them timeless. I mean, thirty years later, those songs STP still slams. You know what I mean? I put on Cracker Man, and I'm like, I in the last ten years, if not fifteen years, maybe besides Audio Slave or whatever, give me a band that comes close to rocking that hard. You know what I mean? Just song-wise and all that. I'm being honest, dude. I'm not trying to sound old in any way, but as far as good sounds and all that shit, dude, that's heavy fucking... I think the magic, a lot of those bands, yeah, they're they're technical players, but they're technical like in their own way. You know, like you can sit there and make the argument these guys who were like all these shredders in the 80s and shit that could play like these arpeggiated fucking chords out of their asshole... These guys that came in the 90s, man, it was... Like Splinter. It was like how they wrote shit. It was how they did it. Now, it yeah, wasn't yeah. so much what they were doing. Sure. It was this alien shit that they were coming up with. I mean, dude, look at Trent Reznor. Guys are freak of fucking nature, man. You Bet know you they I mean? had an eclipse around then. They did some kind of <laughs> ceremony. But yeah. I, I think that's the thing. I mean, another guy who's a prime example, Adam Jones from Tool. That oh, guy yeah. doesn't yeah. really... Like, what he's playing isn't really difficult, but it's what he's conceived in his mind. Yeah. The fact that, that he did out it of then. Him. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And to me, too, that it, it's so much bigger than just him and a guitar part. He's like, he's scaping, like, it's sonic scaping, landscaping. Right. You know what I mean? He's almost making, like, I don't know, next level shit to me. You yeah. know that's what, what I mean? all these guys were doing, though. Yeah, I mean, Agreed. Agree with you on there, Tyree. Well, dude, that's pretty good, man. I'm glad man had to say something, and yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, well, I got excited. Only one cue card this, for this guy. Right? Really, you knew. Oh yeah, I knew. About, right. I knew the whole spiel about all these guys, man. Well, good job. You okay. know what I learned? What's that? I'm gonna give something two fucking czars right now. <laughs> two czars. Two czars for two. out. Win. Oh, that's fucked up.
Friday, September 1st at 9 p.m. Favorite Albums Live presents 25th Anniversary of Core at Southport Hall. That's the weekend Southport after, Hall. not this weekend. <laughs> it's not this week, but it's the Out With Alley event that I'm featuring for this week. Like, it's not happening this week. Well, it's fuck so me. not happening. Two Fridays from now, Friday, September 1st at 9 p.m. Ticket information at ticketfly.com. Southport Hall. Southport Southport Hall. Ginger and the Bee will be opening the show. And also in the deck room is Solunar's EP release with Resurface and Event Horizon. Oh, what? The same night? That's going to be fucking awesome. The same fucking night. It's going to be bumping as fuck. Solunar is releasing their first EP. They're a relatively new band. They've been around for maybe a year, not much more than that. I don't care. I'm looking forward to seeing no, Daniel. No, it's going to be cool is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Resurface is opening in Jackson Jackson's band. Oh, really? <laughs> well, no, somebody that knows Jackson Jackson. Oh, I'm so confused now. A friend. Right, well, fuck but, it. Daniel uh, definitely yeah, be dude. there. $8 advance tickets, $10 at the door. Doors for 8 p.m. Show for 9 p.m. Sharp. Invite your friends. Do us a favor. Share it. Paint on making it. Okay. I'll just read the whole thing. <laughs> so I got I got next this weekend uh, yeah, to do shit fun. we got to do. Yeah, I think we're good this weekend. Right. I don't really see God. anything going on. Right. We're going to get What's busy as shit, on? so it'll be nice to get like a self-preservation weekend. All right, do Bye one you. thing. Do two czars. Back to that. Oh, wait, wait, we got to go back, back to that. We gotta go. I'm going to give something two czars. And, dude, oh, the, only, the only reason why you get two czars, one, you had an idea, and two, you made something, you put something out. That's how you get two czars, right? You okay. have an idea. That's one czar. Hey, you had an idea. That's most of the average fucking human being. All right. Two is, whoa, you actually completed it. You put something out. You made a product. And it's like, hey, you get two czars. It's like signing your name on the SAT. You get 600 points. There you go. There it right. is. That's right. two czars. Now, there th- now, this is out of 10 czars. Is the, is You're the, correct. Is the magical total. Yeah, and 10 is like fucking, yeah, that's... You got goosebumps busted. A, a, right, you've a nut transcended fucking, mediocrity. Yeah, you're gone. You got the tingles. You escaped a complete reality for 10 czars. I don't know <laughs> if that's ever going to happen. But two czars, they did make a project. This is actually a long standing <laughs> company, like a lot of money, EA Sports. If you're in sports video gaming, this is but they should be the top. I mean, they got a goddamn whole franchise built on it called EA Sports. I'd agree with that. It's, it's in, in the, the fucking game. Yeah. Well, dude, this live 2018 is fucking dog shit. It's so fucking horrible. It's so disappointing because I played lives before and live has been okay. It's this never- is NBA that we're talking about. Yeah, or? NBA yeah. Okay. Live 2K18. I mean, yeah, live 2018. It's fucking horrible. First, it starts off with the face scan. I remember it being really cool, but I keep getting confused because I was playing live and uh, NBA 2K16 at the same time, so I get confused sometimes of which one was which. Ended up finding out later on that 2K is fucking just amazing, right? Later, Like a year later. I took a year off from, from basketball games, and so when I went back to play, I started playing 2K, not live, because live sucked. So the new year comes out, and I'm like, I'm going to give them both a try. And luckily enough, they both give you a decent enough demo to where you can really wrap your head around it. Well, speaking of wrapping your fucking head around it, (laughs) I go to do my face scan, right? I got to connect. It's right here. It's got a camera on it. It did really well last time. 
Yeah, right? when stood in front of it. Yeah. This time you can't use the Connect anymore. They they want you to put this fucking app on your phone. Everybody now wants you to get a motherfucking app on your phone. They, that's their fucking holy grail now is to get you <laughs> hooked on a fucking app so that they can send you notifications and you can click on it every day. They did a, a market research that people like to click on fucking apps and they're more likely to click on an app than to click on a Google Chrome and then have to type in your web page address. It's easier. They can put it on their desktop. So if EA weasels their little fucking way into my everyday life and my every five fucking waking minutes, Throughout my day, let me know that when I get home, I need to play that game and get some kind of update package and then buy the new one. Like, no, thank you. I'm going to get home and I'm going to play the fucking game when I got to play it. But I download this app, right? And I'm going to scan my face. So I scan my face and you, you hold it around, you look side to side. It was kind of a pain in the ass, but not too bad because the payoff is usually worth it to see this thing make your face and then. Have it end up on the computer. The first time I did it, it blew my fucking mind. Right, I'm like, that look like-, like me. Like, yeah, it's slightly a uh, Down syndrome and uh, the whole nine yards. I'm like, holy Welcome shit. Welcome to the party. Well, this time I do it and it gets, all right, so we scanned your face and it seemed like it took an, uh, twice as long as last time, right? And it we took like to three hours to download the app too. It took a long time. You got to download the app. Then it took up to 20 minutes to upload back up. But, oh, yeah. And it also took probably about 20 minutes to render it. So as it renders, it comes up. This is what you're going to look like. Uh, skin tone. That was the only option you had to change your skin tone. Well, man, as I'm moving it around, like, to change the skin tone, it's not showing me what it's doing, right? <laughs> like, I can't see. Yeah. And I even All with right. the glasses, I'm like, I can't see if my skin tone changes. So I just sure. fuck with it for a little bit, and then I'm like, all right, fuck it, and I hit upload. Well, next thing you know, it pops up on the, the screen, and I got black head. <laughs> and a white body And everybody knows If you're gonna have One half of you black It ain't a fucking head <laughs> God damn <laughs> So man I got a black head And a fucking pale white body And then I can't go and change I'm like fuck it I'll be black It'll Help me out in the fucking uh, When you go play with other people <laughs> You got the white. Michael Jackson disease dude Yeah right I'm like, I get picked up on more teams If they think I'm a black guy so I'm like, fuck it. This is all right if I could just change the rest of my body black. Like, if I'm a black head, I want a big black dick to fucking go with him. I'm going to swing in that motherfucker. Yeah, bitch, black song. Get with it, fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't fuck with you. So, man, I can't fucking change it. So I'm like, the only thing left to do is rescan my face and this time leave, the, leave myself a little whiter. So... I fucking I scan the face, another 20 minutes to render, another 20 minutes to fucking, you know, after I render it, it lets me pick the skin tone. I go, all right, man, fucking, if that was a five and I'm that dark, I'm going to go maybe two. Go, two. Thank two. you, Pickle. So then, man, if I can do that, another 20 minutes to upload that, I get it. My fucking face is like powder. I can't see it. It's <laughs> yeah, white it's as so fuck. White. It looks I bad. Get it. Yeah, now it's like I got a weird tan. <laughs> like I walked outside naked with a bag on my head at the beach. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, this is stupid. No one's ever going to pick me up when I play at the playground. I played a game yeah, that, could, kid. Dude, that controls are slow and laggy. It's almost like it wait. you have to wait for the, the right moment to hit the button, where in the other games and in 2K, it seems like you're making shit happen. Like, if you want a quick pass, you can. It might go out of bounds. It might not be a great pass, but if you want a fast pass and like make moves quick you can it feel like you're dictating to the game what to do not waiting for the game to go now it's the time you press the jump button and uh so it's garbage the mechanics were bad i didn't think the graphics were that good it was just shit it just let me know the that players look pretty good 2k 16 is better than live 2018 what? in my in my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, I could agree uh, with listen, that. Listening to this show, I mean, I've, I've heard every episode, and listening to you talking about it in the, in the past, you know, it seems to be the Spike Lee game you liked a lot. 
Like I, I remember you talk going that's on and talking about that when that's that's two K sixteen. Yeah, don't like the storylines though. Right, but but I, I I remember you talking about how you're saying that like it, it had a lot of cool. Like when you start getting into like the advertisement shit and all that stuff, dude, it's got the woke up in a new Bugatti song. I mean, that, that's oh yeah, the soundtrack. Dumb. I woke up. Yeah. Oh, the that soundtrack one, oh, for God. EA. The EA soundtracks are horrible. Oh, dude, dude this game eighteen is horrible. Fucking the songs are so annoying, and it's like, man, music got that bad. Like rap music no, got it's that the bad songs from sixteen they picked. to eighteen. Man. <laughs> it's the songs they picked because really? yeah, I went and looked at two K eighteen, which is coming out in September. I think it might be September eighth or tenth or something around there. Go right. look it up yourself if you want to know. But they're coming out with the prelude, which is going to be like the beginning of your career, like in the creator player, you know, my player mode. Mm. So man, I'm going to check it out. You know, I'm going to be. I'm a harsh critic, and especially these games, it's like almost seventy bucks or something. Yes. So it's like I'm not going to buy a yeah. shit game. I'll just go play the old one. But I am excited. Hopefully, 2K18 is good. I went and looked at the soundtrack. It seems pretty cool, man. They got some out- old Outcast on it, I oh, believe. Nice. All right. some- September 8th, yeah. All right, so they got... Uh, These- I will give a review now. But looking at it... Oh, they also... The new 2K18, I heard that they put the shot meter on top of the head, so now you're not staring at your player's feet while you're trying uh, to shoot a shot. Nice. You can actually use the meter and the the visual right. where to release that it. That seems kind of obvious. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good. Nice. But anyway, that's coming up. We'll give that one a review. But the first two czars that I'm giving out, I'm giving it to fucking live 2018. Damn. Dude, I gave something four czars. Uh-oh. We watched The Void. <laughs> I don't think you've seen it yet. And maybe after this, you have to let me know, Tyree, if you want to or not. This is on Netflix or Amazon yeah. Prime? Netflix. Watch it now. Review of The Void. The uh, Void. I, I got to ask. Man, let me go to admit Allie first because I, right. I kind of know what you think about it. But I want to give you a second to tell us how you feel about The Void on Netflix. Watch it now. Um. Yeah, I thought it was... I mean, there was, you know, a couple parts where it makes you jump or whatever, but I thought it was pretty dumb. Like, I, um, I don't know. I thought some of the actors were endearing. I kind of enjoyed I mean, it made me cry, like, one time. Actually, I don't know how Wait, I feel. Wait, it made you, you said, cry? You said, know, how do I feel? Did you say I maybe- got sad when somebody got stabbed in the neck. I was like, <laughs> you know what? That kind of sucked. But then I found out that, never mind. No spoilers, right? All right. I mean, it doesn't matter. But then I found out that person was really bad, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I wish, yeah. yeah, I was like, "I wish that motherfucker would." Yeah. So this this a horror show? Should have cut his head off. Yeah, it was a horror movie. It's a horror movie. It's a Canadian Lovecraftian horror film, which is kind of cool. That Lovecraftian exists as like a genre. I love Lovecraft, man, but obviously it didn't deliver in this movie. I mean, some of it was kind of cool. You know, it was scary, and they had some really good cinematography and scenes set up and everything. And like I said, the actors were good, pretty good. Um, right. They had some funny shit in it too. I'll say that they had a little bit of comic relief where the dudes would say something stupid. That well, sounds funny. like you kind of liked it. I did like it. I don't so know it wasn't what I'm a total about. waste of time, but it wasn't no, great. It wasn't like so. It, like people were telling, you know what it was? It didn't live up to the hype. Everybody was like, "You got to watch this movie, The Void. It's fucking so scary." Blah, blah. I didn't think it was that scary, but it was an enjoyable movie. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> well, Mayday, what about you, pal? Oh man, at first they had me. And then when I saw that monster, I was like, oh, I was like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) The first time you see it? To me, it was a lot scarier that there was just people out there in costumes. You know what I mean? Like, that was scary. Yeah, it could have been a great fucking story. Yeah. Like, they had a great story. scarier than those costume things. I mean, than those uh, (laughs) things that he was creating or whatever. I'm on my way. I like the horns. Oh, yeah. 
It's good. Go ahead. Go ahead. You found something positive. I like that. Uh, it was kind of creepy where they did have like that shot of the forest with everybody right there oh, and then yeah. they changed the lights. They had creepy moments. That was one of them that did, that got me. I was like, that's kind of cool. When they went down that stairwell and they had the symbol on the door, that got kind of creepy for a minute. And then they went to, down that corridor. It was like, all right, that's some pretty creepy shit. Like they had moments when they had me, and then. Uh, they just lost Were me. Were you surprised to see that old Papa was the dude, old though? Papa. Old Papa. Um, yeah, he, it did get me in the yeah, beginning. With, it caught me. Right. I was like, what? Now, at the end, I thought it was kind of like kind of cheapish. It was almost like a Hellraiser meets Leviathan meets... Yeah, it did remind uh, me of Hellraiser. A little bit of... I don't know. You know. Oh, oh, the uh, what was the Canadian movie with the um with the zombies? Pontypool. Yeah, yeah a Pontypool. little bit of Pontypool. Pontypool is fucking awesome though. Yeah. This it I would not. This is yeah, not know, up to But I'm to saying Pontypool's, like as far no. as that kind of weird. See, Pontypool did a, as what I think would have been smart for them to do. It was like a slow build to where man, it was just dialogue and them in that room and for a long time in the movie, probably almost a halfway through the movie, it's just them building mm. this three people in a, a radio studio. And then next thing you know, the action and, right. and shit. They didn't try to do what they couldn't, which this movie really jumps out the gun. Like, it's okay. And then once it gets to that part where it's like, that's what they couldn't afford. Right. It, they should have held off on it. Like, tour, if you, they a, were going to do that. All right. Oh, they save it to the well, end. you don't show it. It's sometimes it's scary shit. to just not show yeah. the monster. Right. Or the, just the people outside. Like, the people that outside in the up. white cloaks. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, that was intense. Yeah. Definitely. All right. I gave it, I'm going to give it four Zars. Four out of ten? Yeah. <clears throat> I really enjoy, like, like the uh, Lovecraft genre. I like that stuff. But I, I think that the sensibilities of horror movie fans are just so different now. I mean, with Lovecraft, everything with that guy was a psychological horror with a lot of the characters recognizing that you are a little speck of shit in this crazy fucking universe that had these scary unknown things that would basically crush you psychologically when you realize they existed that that shit's so heavy now for somebody who's just like yeah i think i'm just gonna pop on a fucking horror movie you know it's 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 a tough it's it's a tough a, a tough um genre really to crack you know so yeah, i think if you like horror movies you're probably gonna like it though yeah. Yeah. i gave it i gave what oh no go ahead I'm going to give it four Zars because of the Asian chick. Oh, you liked her? I liked her. I thought she was cool. She added a lot. At one point when she says, fuck this job, it yeah. made me laugh. That's we had Tyree cool. on yeah. the on the Lima, you know, not liking his job. And when she did that, I was like, man, everybody, it's something you can relate to. I thought her character was like endearing. She was actually, her name is Ellen Wong, but she was the only thing <laughs> right Wong. about this series. She's also a Kim on Glow. Oh, no. I don't know. Yeah, I think she. I don't know her oh, name, but on, she played on Glow. Oh, she, oh, yeah, she was a fortune Kim, cookie. Yeah. I think, or maybe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So she was fortune cookie in in uh in Glow. I like fortune cookie. Yeah. Right. I like fortune cookie. Me too. Yeah, I thought she She's was good. She's a no like. She was funny. I also like the costumes. I think whoever made the costumes yeah, and shit cool. that was cool. Yeah. I think the wardrobe yeah. and shit was. Yeah. It looked the cinematography nice to, on that was done really well too. Does it take place in modern day or is it like Lovecraft where it's like twenties or thirties? No, 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 it's, it's modern. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. But it's like a podunk town or something. 
<laughs> yeah, right. You couldn't tell if it was from the 80s or just somewhere right. now that still looks like it's from the 80s, like right. most of Airline Highway. Just a good old <laughs> I gave him credit for the trying to do, like, right. I'm going to call them practical effects. You could see it wasn't a lot of CGI. It was makeup and prosthetics and I don't know right. what else. Yeah. Some of those things were. They had a contortionist were. in there. I thought at the end, the fucking... The light with the yeah. guy in yeah, front yeah. of it, and his makeup cool. and shit, it looked fucking good. I'm like, man, you didn't need all this other, whatever right. that bubbly yeah, monster that, thing. Just the cut thing. that out yeah, the movie definitely. and have it build to right. where at the end you find this, yeah. this like Agreed. pinhead like creature yeah. with yeah, the, yeah. the light. I thought it looked fucking awesome. Then I mean, they blew it when they tried to make these weird monsters yeah, or whatever. That was, that was stupid. fucking dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. Well, that's where a lot of that Lovecraft horror comes into is a, is the the weird the elder monsters. You know, so yeah, I just think it's sad that even this movie, with the amount of money and shit, that you couldn't have had a better story or better like directing. Yeah. It's like everybody just makes these things because they can. It seemed like it was a bad edit job. It seemed yeah, like the parts too. were there, and it just seemed like they just cut a couple little parts. Are like, wait, what? What happened? Yeah, they had, a, You're yeah, totally they had to have a decent budget though, and the yeah, fuck, just tell a good story. And yeah, you know, I, I guess it. why is everybody got to make? I don't know, man. An hour and a half movie, you could do one of these slow burns right. to where, yeah. man, it's just building up anticipation, and then you blow your whole fucking budget, you know, at the end. Speaking of budgets, last thing on the list. Oh, you're not gonna ask my how many? Five out of five. What? I was gonna say I gave it a, a five out of ten. You don't give Zars, I do. <laughs> hey, well, the reason I want to say it is where's it rank up on the Mayday meter? <laughs> the Mayday meter, I like man. That. Well, oh, you yeah. gave it five stars. You give it five Zars. All right, so, I gave gotcha. it. I'll, I'll give it five <laughs> Maydays. Really? Five out of ten Maydays. <laughs> right. I'll give him an extra little point for creativity. The Mayday meter is up that. to five. NJ, however, gave it a zero. Ah, <laughs> I was like, not she, have a zero. she doesn't like, care. I don't you. care. It's a fucking zero. I'm like, she hated it. They had an idea and they accomplished something. Yeah, I wish they wouldn't have. It's <laughs> yeah. one thing I love about NJ. She's blunt as fuck. Oh, dude. Lays she it out, literally boy. got up at the end and like, that is fucking stupid. <laughs> I just walked out of the room. I was like, all right. And I asked her, I was like, well, wait, you got, what did you rate it? Zero. <laughs> uh, I gave it a four. Yeah, I can't tell people. I do not want to tell people to watch yeah, it. That's except for it, there's a little couple of moments, though, the way I thought it was kind of cool. Like, this would be. No, it wouldn't. You know what? If you worked on this movie, unless you're the, the actors, just never make another movie. <laughs> Think of James Gunn like Slither. To me, I'll put this at the same kind of budget and type of movie yeah. with where these directors are. You could tell why James Gunn makes Guardians oh, of Slither the Galaxy. Oh, was, Slither was fantastic. I guarantee oh, you, yeah, whatever movie, wicked. whoever made The Void, their next movie, they're going to have The Rock in it. And probably Will Smith, too. Maybe it'll be a buddy movie. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Samuel L. Jackson now. Jesus. One thing, none of those people are in Netflix, The Defenders. Season 1, Episode 1. That's right. All your favorites. Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones all in one series. Now they've come together to fight Sigourney Weaver, who's been alive <laughs> forever. So, <laughs> yeah, she, she's, yeah. I don't know. I had a couple of. We only watched, we watched four, right? We ended up uh, watching four three episodes. And a half. 
Got you four. I start so, falling asleep on four. So uh, Luke, Cage, I noticed a couple of things. Luke Cage, when he walks, fucking music plays like uh, rap music. He's got he can't walk somewhere <laughs> without rap music playing. It's just fucking odd to me. It's so goddamn racist. These fucking Hollywood. <laughs> I'm being serious. It's fucking racist. Like they don't even know how racist they are. Like dude, fucking Iron Fist walks somewhere and you don't have fucking Pearl Jam or some kind of Asian music playing. The music's not even in the foreground of the character. Like why? Because Luke Cage is black. Is music such a fucking predominant? Like they gotta infuse music into this character, and it's like that's fucking racist. It reminds Luke Cage me of this, might not like music. Reminds me of the scene oh, from Hollywood Shuffle made by Robert Townsend. It was a was I know there wasn't a Hollywood Shuffle. It was I'm gonna get you, sucker. And that's the thing. The big joke in the movie is is that before any of the black cops can go move anywhere, they have a funk band that follows them to give them to give them background yeah. music. No yeah. one else do they do that. They don't do that to Jessica Jones. Like, they don't go to Jessica Jones and go, ah, oh, she's potentially a lesbian, so let's infuse Jessica Jones with a bunch of lesbian propaganda. You know, they don't do that. They don't go to fucking Daredevil can't see. Why don't they fucking infuse Yeah, but they did infuse it in her show. What? The the lawyer and the she was lesbian. And then she had the chick, oh she you're right. I guess they, they do that. They have that in her show. They don't do it as much though. They don't Luke do it with her personally, so but in her obvious. show they did. But I was gonna tell you that these shows are almost like little. This show is like a version of all those shows in little segments. No fucking so, kid. My point. Well, oh really? No fucking kid. Well, do you remember how predominant <laughs> that fucking music was in Luke Cage's show? So it's like you associate that show with music. That's why, probably. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I think they... I don't have no problem with Luke Cage. I think he could be a cool character. I just think that it's bad. I don't know if it's the actor or what. And, and now that they're all in one series, I can really see it. I'm like, you know what? Jessica Jones is by far the best and well-written either character or actor. I she can't is, tell what it is. Cool, but man. she dominant. Like, when she's in a scene and she's delivering yeah. her the dialogue, it's, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah. And her and Daredevil, when they interact, it's good. Yeah. They, they're good. It goes Jessica Jones, then Daredevil. Dude, the shit with uh, Iron Fist and fucking Luke Cage is goddamn. It's as horrible as the two series were. I'm like, it's, like it's either these actors. Is, so bad. No, is it's it the, the acting? acting. The acting's bad. Oh, it's fucking dumb. Iron Fist, it seems like a fucking dumbass. I fucking dumbass. hate Iron Fist now. Like, I didn't really like him that much, and then we saw this. He's garbage. The only thing about him, good about him is uh, Wing. Fucking comes and saves the day for him all the what, time. What, cute little girlfriend? Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's, she's a good awesome. actress. Yeah, I've always liked her. It's like, I think that's why she's still in it, because they know if they took her away and he's got to rely on him for his character, he's fucking horrible. Like, this dude can't act. And Luke Cage, I don't know, I, I think he's bad too. It's like, just he's not He's a bad actor, I'm sorry, but they're both bad actors. Is that what it is? Iron Fist and Luke Cage, both of them. They right. said that uh, Jessica Jones season two, which you guys are probably exciting news for, <laughs> I think it's exciting news. They said the Purple Man's coming back. What? Oh, yeah, really? season oh, two, shit. yeah. They didn't kill Grey. Maybe a prequel or something. About I, don't, the time. I don't know. They said they're gonna. he's going to come back some kind of way. The cool thing about Jessica Jones, too, is, and they, they do write this into the story, but you wouldn't kind of know unless you know. She was like a superhero one time. She wore the outfits. She was yep. out there like an Avenger. And then she gave it up. And that's why now she's so reluctant to go back. But knowing that she was a costumed, you know, superhero, if you kind of know that when you watch it, then you get some of the jokes. She makes a lot of smart-ass comments of something that they've never kind of touched on in this show. So maybe they'll work, work backwards with Jessica Jones. Yeah, and like what she did before she became like jaded, yeah. But the show, I give it five czars so far. 
because it, and it's climbing up each time because of how good Jessica Jones and even Daredevil. Daredevil's pretty good. They got the right guy to play him. I, I remember that guy from Boardwalk Empire, and he was fucking awesome. Yeah, actually, I, I, I'm loving him in his Daredevil. Their sarcasm and the way they all work together is kind of funny. But man, when when they leave Iron Fist and Luke Cage alone together, God, that show tanks. It's, which is sad because that could be the heroes for hire, and that could continue on and. and you know, spin it oh, off into something else. Oh, that would be a horrible else. show. Right. Heroes for Hire, I wouldn't watch that yeah, shit. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way it is. What do you um? What do you guys think about the the Punisher? Have y'all seen any of the trailers I for it? I think he's awesome. They're doing a show just for him? Yeah, they're doing a show just for him and the new commercial for it. Um, The guy, uh, uh, John Bernthal, that plays, that plays Frank Castle, the Punisher in the series, Um, he was in some interview and he said that this is going to be even more dark and more violent than what they've put out so far. Fucking right. He said that he's um he said he took extra special measures when they read the uh when he did the script. He said, I don't even want the viewers to like me as a character. I want them to sit there and look at the character and say, this fucking dude's unhinged. He's fucked up. He said, that's the kind of stuff I'm going for. And it's got so. potential to be I good. Love him. Yeah, I'm excited. It'd be pretty cool. I, I love that actor. I mean, Me that, too. I say it on PPV all the time. I think the reason why he's so perfect for it is you read interviews with that guy, that motherfucker's crazy in real life. He wants to be so the punisher. He's, yeah, he's, he's perfect. He's method acting this bitch, and now he's oh, got yeah. an excuse to go, on, go off on something. You're going to watch it. <laughs> Dude, the fight scenes are good. Whoa. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Fucking like a oh, hiccup no. burp. Boy, those hurt. Oh, it's stuck right there in the rib cage. All right, the fight scenes. <laughs> need to drink your Metamucil, motherfucker. I do. I do. <laughs> the fight scenes are fucking good. Electra is good. I like oh, her yeah, again. Electra. That was fucking cool. Electra. Stick was all right. <laughs> Stick was kind of funny. I'm telling you, the only things about yeah. the show are the same things. That we kind of, I kind of hoped weren't going to be bad. I kind of wondered what are they going to do with these characters that come from series I didn't really care for, and what they did is make more of the seasons I didn't really care for, and like just cut it into this. Now that they're all together, they just got together. We're on episode four, and they just kind of getting together. So now we get to see them group dynamics kind of work play themselves out a little more. Well, and you got two extremely strong characters in Daredevil and Jessica Jones yeah. that are going to carry you through the bullshit of the other two characters. Thank goodness. So, I I think I, I probably when it's all over, I'm going to make a I'm going to give a, a forecasted prediction here. I think that by the time it's over, we're going to be looking at about 7 czars. Really? Yeah, right. I, I think so. You think it's going to get better as it goes along? Oh, I along? think so. Which so Gordon Weaver was okay. I'm, I'm not she's hating great, her character. Man. Yeah, she did yeah, a she's good doing job. a role. They give her cool, weird shit to wear. Like, uh, she's, I think it's neat. And she's got some good dialogue where she just, like, gets to say some really horrible shit. She's fucking Ellen Ripley, man. Yeah, I mean, they, she's 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 awesome, you know? I, I, I think it's a, a great choice. I mean, that's... One thing you got to give Marvel, man, is they whether it's their television platform or it's their movie platform, man, they know how to get the right fucking people. They yeah, just know who to cast. Right. So, good stuff. Yeah. Dude, thank you for hanging out, man. Thank you. Good to see you. Always love it, man. Glad you you're guys doing are the well. best. Okay, looking forward to, to going to the show two Fridays from now. Two. two. September 1st. It's going to be September First. 1st at Southport South Hall. Southport Hall. Hall. 9 o'clock. Southport Hall, 9 p.m. Dude, you can also check out Chris, Jukebox Heroes. 
Yeah, you can check it out at uh, Jukebox Heroes in New Orleans on Facebook. Or to make it easy, go to jukeboxnola.com. We are updated all the time. You can, you know, check out all our social media and shit there. So, oh yeah, PVV guys, can't wait to see that. When we were talking a little bit at break about Obi Wan and the, the Disney Star Wars thing, and dude, you know things, you know way more than I do. And then when I hear you break something down and like y'all do on the show, that's why I'm like, man, that's why I listen to this because it's very interesting when you go further than the layman can go, like. And I'm, that's my favorite thing about PPV well, I, guys. I, I, th- I think that's why we do the show. Look, I mean, it, there's there's people out there that do movie stuff, and I mean, especially the stuff we talk about, they can tear it down even better than what we do. But I mean, we just like to keep it interesting for our friends that don't follow it as closely as we do. You, you know, so cool shit. It's it's, deal, it's fun. It'll be a good show tomorrow. This week, where um JB's actually out of town, he's handling up a big video assignment. So it's going to be me. Uh, the Ginger, Gary Rucker, and Pedro. So we're gonna have all the uh, industry guys. Oh, so holy we'll, shit! Yeah, that's awesome. Should be a cool show this week. So. Oh, fun! Looking forward to that. PPVGuys.com. Mayday, how you doing over there? We survived the weekend. We did. We had fun. We went and recorded at at Southport Hall. Southport, Southport Hall. Southport after we left Hall. the, the pickle scoop oh. show, yep. we smoked that. We smoked out the deck room. Got God, that ready dude. for the ceremony. That was pretty fun. Burned yeah, a lot was, of sage. That yeah, that was a lot of sage that we, we burned in there. I'm glad I took that picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit, man. Yeah, good time. We, we made it. Yeah, Davey was oh, incredible. Yeah. Tidbits, man. Fun time hanging out with everybody. Yeah, it was really actually awesome. came. Help. I know. Cheese yeah, is very helpful. God. That was I fun to have him around. I couldn't believe that. I was like, is that really cheese? Dude, really I, su- cheese. I surprised a guest that, like, if Disney goes and gets, uh, not <laughs> Disney, but Marvel goes and gets Sigourney Weaver, we get Jared and Caitlin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're going to be in a promotional video. And even better than that, <laughs> they're going to be on next week, not real radio. Can't we hear, fucking wait. We hear Caitlin and Allie are going to start a girl band. Bitch. You know, you know we got to find out now that. You know, some events have happened with Brawler that Jared might be available to be my my best friend. So (laughs) exciting details coming up with that. I love that dude. Hey, we made it through a whole show. We did. uh, We We did all right. We did better than last week. We only had three minutes of silence this week. Lord, you might have to cut that out. We had a nuclear meltdown. It's like Chernobyl in here. Yeah, we made it through. We're on the upside. Let Nibiru come. Solar eclipse tomorrow. God, the no. ceremony begins. Don't forget, zombies eating sheep at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Southport 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 Hall. Hall. With the void and Naughty Pals. We're going to wear that fucking promo out. We're going to have a new song for that, too, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Looking forward to that. Good shit. Allie. Hey. You did good. I did good with what? I'm glad we got along a little bit tonight. All right. Yep. Thanks. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. <laughs> no elephants tonight. The minimum bathroom breaks. Like we did. Did good. I'm yep. glad that I'm hey having there, a good buddy. night that my bladder's not giving me trouble. Me too. Thank you. I'm glad that makes you feel good Them about yourself. Them fucking frozen tacos <laughs> did good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm constipated. I just can't. Oh, so, oh, that was that pepper jack cheese. Yeah, the pepper jack. Great idea. Hey, a little bit of cheese was fun. Too much cheese is a too bad much. thing. I've definitely been up to the gills this and cheese. This has been Not Real Radio weekend, 82 Hardcore.